1: This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X.
2: Sportos, motorheads, Bloods, wastoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.
0: All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome in to the Mike Rutherford Show, Friday, May 27th here in lovely Louisville, Kentucky. We're with you until 6 o'clock. It is the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. I think one of the better holiday weekends of the year. Always the unofficial start of summer. Trevor, are you with me? By the way, Trevor Kelsey with me as always. Rocking the, uh, what were you rocking back there today? Is that a something legends? I see t t-shirt. It's the FTR. Sorry. I Living knew, legends. I knew you were you were eating.
1: I think you, you thought you had right. a,
0: a minute extra there. I apologize.
1: I, I jumped thought, the gun well, a little bit. I, I mean, I figured I'd get at least, at least a minute worth of all rights out. But, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, That's um, my fault. It's uh, We got the big. Memorial Day weekend. Obviously, in the last three years now, I've been associated with Double or Nothing in AEW. Obviously. Obviously. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows this. Vegas' is biggest weekend of the year because of it. Uh, and I'm wearing the uh, FTR, well the, the best tag team in wrestling.
0: Now, uh, what I was going to ask is, are you with me in saying uh, a long-held belief? And I'm not alone in this. It's sort of a, a mainstream belief. Let's simplify these school dates. I I think it's silly that we do, like, some schools will go until mid-June. Some schools will go until early June. Some schools get out early May. Some schools go back in July. Some schools don't go back till September. Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend starts. Memorial Day weekend ends. Seems pretty straightforward. Let's make this a universal rule. Let's make this happen.
1: Why are we not being... I always get Memorial and Labor Day mixed up.
0: Well, that's... (laughs) Okay.
1: I always just know that they're both three-day weekends. They are Memorial Day in May, in Labor May. Day in
0: in September. Oh, I can remember Memorial May. You can also remember Labor Day always starts like college football season. That's that first Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go.
1: I like Memorial Day May but better cuz M&M.
0: Whatever you got to do. Whatever well, you got to do. the wrapping, yeah. I always enjoy Memorial Day weekend. It always kind of sneaks up on you and then you get to like Sunday and you're like, "Ooh, so, like the Sunday of Memorial Day weekend I feel like is ultimate cookout night.
1: It, it's one of the top has to be one of the top grilling days of the year." Oh, well, I think I'm right there with you because I picked up brats and hot dogs this weekend. That a boy. Where'd you get them? Uh, just Kroger's. Nice. Just Can't doing, go wrong. Just doing. Yeah. No, and, and even got a steak for Sunday.
0: Ooh, I love that. I'm going to I, I we're gonna sir- have to to do 12 steak. 12 Love that we're go- I mentioned yesterday we're going back to Mary's hometown for a-, a wedding on Saturday, but we'll be back on Sunday. I may have to pick up some steaks. Yeah, I may have to make that happen.
1: You do, you do a lot of grilling, don't you? I like grilling. You got a big. You have a, you have probably a nice fancy grill, though. Oh you? no. Oh, I got the little charcoal. Oh, same thing I do. It's, <laughs> it's all about the, the taste. It's all, all about, about the taste. taste. Hank Hill would hate us, wouldn't he? I don't care. <laughs> I've like I grew up eating. I've never used a propane grill. <laughs> I've
0: I've have but like never. this one that's been my own. I've never owned one. I've always just had the charcoal grills. My dad, like we grew up eating off that, that's how I like, acquired my taste for steak and you know tenderloin and burgers and all that good stuff. I, I can't imagine eating like, and don't get me wrong, like when I have other people's propane and propane accessories uh, fueled <laughs> burgers and steaks, it's fine. It's just, I like this more. Well,
1: you apparently don't like to taste the meat. You want to taste the heat. I don't want to taste the heat. I like a little char. A little I, bit of char. Is the closest thing to not, I guess, I, I don't know, maybe I've had a propane burger if somebody's made it without me knowing, but. You probably have. Yeah, probably have. But I, yeah, I do prefer the charcoal or the, or just the good old Foreman grill. Or the, well, you, <laughs> I, don't, I have not had a Foreman burger since college, but I, really? I enjoyed it during my college days. I even had one of the big Foreman grills, like the big stand-up one. Oh really? That you can make, like, we had, the, like, we had the, the little one. Well, of course, everyone had. I mean, everyone had a little one. We had like, the. You, you, I think I swear, like anyone who moved out of their house between like 2000 and now, this was like, it's like, like well, anybody moves out any any 18 or, or you older, that moves out of their house for the first time. You get a foreman girl with move. We had this like a, this little apartment my sophomore year at Dayton, and we had a foreman grill
0: right next to the fridge. And every time my uh, my buddy who I lived with would like go over there to, to make burgers, he'd be like. Excuse me. And head over to the man's portion of the kitchen <laughs> and just like lift up the Foreman grill, put the burger down,
1: put it down. That was all you had to do. I feel. I feel like any apartment building that rents to a, a teenager or under tw- or under twenty five for the first time in their, their apartment, they're like obligated to give them a Foreman grill.
0: Is the Foreman grill so popular though? Are, are we dating ourselves here? Because I'm talking like my sophomore year of college. This is like oh four oh five. I don't know if this is still a thing. I don't I don't see the ads anymore. I don't know if kids That's are still getting into the form. And we could just be talking something that some 25-year-old listening is like, what the hell are they talking I mean, about? Maybe this is where we need to intern Jacob right now. Well, he's he's long to, gone. I, should, I know. Did you see the picture? So they did a KRC, Connecticut Roll Call, 7 to 9. Should we
1: be bitter about this?
0: Let's talk about this. Okay. 7 to 9 every morning, Replay at 9 to 11, Monday through Fridays. They're talking talking UK sports. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, love them. They had a uh, remote today. I think it was with cornbread hemp. Yeah. And they took a picture and they posted it on social media. Intern Jacob looks like the happiest person in the world. Nobody's ever been happier to take a picture with TJ Walker Nick Roush and Scooter Dingus. Like, this kid, is just, he's floating. He's living life. And this comes after I find out that the, the text line had been roasting him for like the last 20 minutes oh, yeah. of the show. <laughs> I don't know what he said. I don't know what happened. But like the text line is all full of people who are like, send this dweeb back to Rutherford. Like, <laughs> he doesn't we? care. He, he's with his people now. He's home.
1: He is. He's happy. He had three days here. He hated it, clearly. He, the last time we heard from T.J. sent me the text last night. He goes, did he actually use the same? Uh, I had to work at the country club thing. Excuse an hour before the show on YouTube. Oh, he I'm, did. And I'm like, yeah. And I sent him the, the, like the screenshot of when he sent it to me like on that Thursday. I was like, here it is. An hour before the show, I forgot I had to work at the country club. I won't be there. I'll be. He goes. I'll tell Mike. I'll see him on Monday. <laughs> Next text. I never five, saw but, him again. Never saw him again. We'll never see him again. That was the last I ever heard from Jacob. I, I, look, I put him I on the air. he just disappeared. I didn't even know he was, here. he was even doing the morning show.
0: I allowed him to make his radio debut, and then he just
1: bounced on us. That was all he wanted. Maybe he, he just did not want to talk golf with you. Gave some horrible PGA tips and then just left. <laughs> just, uh, I, I, I'm glad you're taking the blame for it because somehow I feel like it was my fault. Probably was. You kind of like – you sort of hazed him a little bit. I mean, how to I haze him?
0: Jokingly in your own <laughs> loving way, but again, you're an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah. If I it's mean, day one – it's a little bit intimidating, the things that you say, and a little bit shocking, some of the but things I, that you say. I mean, I just told the kid to go wash my car. And I think other things, too. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so, so? So I sent them to the Arby's. What's the big deal? You didn't. You do have <laughs> Arby's. Uh, so, KRC, they're stealing our interns. They're doing remotes. They're, they're making our interns happy. Whatever. It's fine. I'm not bitter about it. Apparently, they're taking shots at me yesterday. I still didn't go back and listen to that. But we're taking we... shots at you now? That was yesterday. Remember, we had the whole thing oh, on the yeah, text yeah. line. Yeah. I think it was just about the bats, which, look. We cursed the Bats yesterday. Is there a Rutherford curse with the Bats? Who's to say? I voiced the intro video. They can't win a game. We have Nick Curran on to talk about the weekend ahead. The game gets rained out five minutes later. Uh, it should be good tonight, right? The yeah. evidence is piling up. Yeah, they should be good tonight. Hops and Hounds night at Slugger Field. Yep. Uh, again, take your doggo out. Have some uh, some three Did craft beers. Yeah, your doggo. Take your doggos. Your kiddos, doggos. Bring mm-hmm. them out. It's going to be a fantastic night. Tomorrow, Double header. At the at the ballpark, and then Sunday Memorial Day Eve, they're gonna have damn comedians juggling chainsaws and fireworks. You know, I, I... And cr- what, what better com what better combination could you have? Chainsaw juggling com, com- comics while fireworks are going on. I mean, juggling not chainsaws that.
1: and jokes. Incredible. It's the holy trio, right? Incredible. It's unbelievable. I mean, that was that was I mean that was what it was before there was you know holy ghost and all that stuff.
0: So we've got the feud with KRC going. We have another radio feud that I gotta talk to you about. Yeah. I we have, this. you You mentioned Arby's. I did. You've got Arby's slammed again in to studio. the studio. I've even lost, yeah, you, you usually get here at like 310 and then just like sit in the, or 210 and like sit in the parking lot for just, an hour.
1: I pulled up just
0: now. And then today, like I beat you here. I, I pulled in like 255. You were like 257. And it yeah. had to have been because Arby's was backed up. I got sure to Arby's off.
1: at 220. It was Arby's was backed up. It was, they were getting slammed. I, this is a pet peeve of mine. But the two cars in front of me. Like I guess I can hear the people who are ordering like at least a couple cars in front of me at Arby's. And I, the one pulls up. Yeah, I got three orders. Oh, God. I'm like, listen, piece of advice, people. This is coming from a, a drive-thru veteran. Again, if you don't know what you want, go in. If you have more than one separate order, go in. It's like getting stuck behind the, the baseball team at Qdoba
0: or, or just Chipotle or whatever. guy just the guy at the, dri- at the like, gas station. There we I mean, go. This is going to take five hours. So... You had that happen, but you do have... I, I've even lost track. The, the second streak, I don't even know where we are. I, I think we are we have to be inching up on double digits. I have been a while since I've gotten roast beef, though, because this is another chicken, bacon, Swiss day. See, Trevor has brought Arby's into the studio. I think if we have a studio streak, quite literally, it's been like 35 consecutive days where you brought Arby's <laughs> into the studio. oh DiMaggio. DiMaggio. Long DiMaggio, time. I hope you're sweating, buddy. We're, we're creeping up. And we're in a grave. So we've, we talk about Arby's on the show because of this a lot. We've given Arby's a lot of, of publicity around here. You if anybody it. locally in the quote-unquote... Media. Deserves some sort of deal with Arby's. It's the Mike Rutherford show featuring Trevor Kelsey. It slash sh- Trevor Kelsey featuring Mike Rutherford. Sponsor. Today, and it's pointed out to me by TJ Walker, WDJX 99.7, Ben and Kelly K. Are <sighs> still around? Peter B. Whoever's still
1: over there. Peter the B. Still, no, there's no way Peter B. still I told right you right. Peter B. is a priest now. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. yeah.
0: They okay. have some inked some sort of deal where they're giving away free Wagyu burgers from Arby's. I think we have to declare war on DJX now. It's Big X versus DJX. Oh, that wouldn't only be a- only one X can stay. There's only w- room for one X in this town. Ar- Arby's, what are you doing? We've given you everything, we've asked for nothing in return. Now you
1: crossed the line. I'm sensing something on maybe OBW, a little tag team match between you and me and a couple people from DJX. I'll, I'll, I'll D Low Brown. I'll, I'll give the lowdown to Ben. Whatever his name is. Oh wait, ben. wait! Do I do the Vader splash on him off the second row? No, I'm doing the Yokozuna. <laughs> Vader splash, Kelly K. <laughs> uh, who's getting the stink face? No. Yeah. Well, now. What would our tag team name be? Uh, TK and friend. <laughs> Big and slim. Big
0: and slim. <laughs> this is this is blasphemy. This is a slap in the face of, to you, in particular. But also to this entire station, to to the entire Word Media Group. The fact that we have not heard from one person at Arby's, despite talking about Arby's for like a month and a half straight. And you know they're getting business probably because of us. And they go straight to DJX. Straight to DJX. Are you kidding me? It's like a shot in the heart. And they're to blame. Just because they play Bieber and we don't? Because our music is is not current? Because Trevor doesn't play music that was made after 1987? We can't have an Arby's deal? I played some stuff in the 90s. You've not played one current pop, Top 40 song, I think, since
1: we've been on the air, which is fine. But if, if that's what you're looking for, Arby's, we can change. A little bit. I can go. Little, yeah, I can play some. Some. Uh, what, what was the guy you mentioned the other day? Whaley. I can play him. It's Wale. I can, I He's also d- not not really mainstream anymore. I can do some kid Cuddy. Some uh not uh, mainstream anymore. Um Like Kendrick Lamar. He's mainstream, right? He just came out with a new album. Yeah, there you go. Jack, Harlow. Harlow. I can play Harlow.
0: Yeah. DDX is playing Harlow at the
1: Wazoo. Dilupi. I can do some Dilupi <laughs> and Elton John. <laughs> we can play some Harlow. I got that.
0: Uh Speaking of Harlow, it just forecast the weekend as well. Drake. Is it, so, that just snuck up on us too, didn't it? Well. I mean, I guess if you didn't know it was happening, then yeah. But it, it is Forecastle weekend. Have you ever... I, this is a dumb question. Have you ever been to Forecastle?
1: Only only one I wanted to go to, but I didn't get to go to it. Was what? Uh, it was the year they had um, Gary Clark Jr. and Outkast, I believe, was there. Oh, nice. And unfortunately, I actually wanted to go, and it happened to be the same weekend though I was in Cooperstown for the base, to visit the baseball hall of fame. Mm. I, I just didn't realize I'd planned my little trip around the same time, and so I didn't get to go to it. It's going to be i I was never really familiar with Fork. I used to go to the music festivals in the '90s, the uh, the uh, LRS fest. LRS Fest and stuff. Yeah, I went to the, those. Were big, of, those were huge high school events. I loved those back in the '90s, and they were free. I think the the most you ever had to pay was like a canned food. Maybe one time they had you give like a, a canned food item to get in for free. But, Rock the Water Tower. I mean that from the well, reggae was, fest. Yeah, I mean those all were, big time high school events. Those were those were the good things back in the day. But he that's made probably out been, with, he made out with Leslie at Reggae Fest. It's like it was just. <laughs> Great memory. How did you hear about that? Yeah. <laughs> That's what those
0: events were for, at least when I was 15, 16, 17. But that was about the last of it. So I don't think I've been to a music festival since maybe 2000-ish. Well, we've got Jack Harlow tonight. That's the He's the headliner for tonight's show. And it's going to be per- I mean, the Is weather's that, perfect. It's Like, wouldn't he have, like, Sunday, the main night? The- he's face, he's tonight. You got Porter Robinson as the other headliner. It's a – the weather's not, not too hot. Rain has been, I know, intermittent. I think it's supposed to hold off tonight. These, the next two days are going to be a little bit hotter. But you got Tame Impala t- tomorrow with Phoebe Bridgers, two of my all-time favorites. Tame Impala has that song. They do the um, remember the song that has Trevor in the second line that I made you play, "Better Late Than Never."
2: Oh yeah, she I vaguely was remember that. Holding hands with Trevor.
0: Hey, was that would that be considered a mo- like a, a modern song? Right? We did play that because I told you to. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like seven or eight years ago. Uh, and then Tyler, oh, the Creator. Hey, hey, within a decade counts, right? Sure, uh, Tyler, the Creator on Sunday. Phoebe Bridges is one of my current, like, just absolute favorites. I would love to go on Saturday. Phoebe from Friends? No. Uh, but we will be, again, in Springfield. But tonight should be fantastic weather. If anybody's going out to to, to Forecastle, have a terrific time. It should be an awesome time. We are not getting the Reed Shepard versus DJ Wagner game tonight, which was originally scheduled. But the Nike YBL event is in town this weekend. You got Bronny James in town. You've got D.J. Wagner in town. you got your boy, Ahmad. We, Bradshaw. We're just, we're just calling him Bradshaw yeah. now. It's actually
1: Isaiah. It's actually Aaron. Bradshaw. It's actually Aaron Bradshaw. I don't even know which one's actually telling the truth to sometimes. It's Aaron Bradshaw. You're like, Isaiah? That's Ahmad? I'm like, which one is this?
0: And then we've got Reed Shepard in town. All sorts of talent in town. And the, the I think people are just now figuring out
1: that... And Co- Jack Harlow's playing, which means he's in town, which means guess who's visiting these recruits for Louisville. Well, we don't... yeah Yeah. D.J., do the right thing. Hang out with Harlow. Let's make it happen.
0: On the basketball side of things, yeah, let's get some of these kids hanging out with Harlow. Bron Bron hanging out with him, locking it up. Hey, you wonder why he's playing Friday. He's got, he's got work to do Saturday and Sunday, recruiting for L basketball. Right. Um, so we've got that going on. Uh, it, it should be a fantastic weekend. Coaches will not be in attendance for these games. And I think people are just figuring this out. I know there were some people who were like, I wanted to see Kenny Payne, who he was watching. which is just going to follow him around. It's a dead period for can, college basketball recruiting, so no coaches will be in attendance this weekend.
1: Can he send a representative of some sort? I don't believe so. Like couldn't I mean we we discussed like for example like can Milt be there and that, and that, can he be there only because he, he a relative, he's a relative or can he be there because he's an employee of the university but not technically the basketball team in some way? Hmm. Again, we don't know. Like I, I you have questions,
0: I don't have answers for you. It seems like, it seems like there would be a, a stipulation for university employees that they can watch if it's like their their kids or their grandkids. But I can't answer that. Like couldn't Risco? I mean, he's not a coach. I don't think he's, a, he's on staff. Don't think he can go. Don't think any staff, anybody who could do any sort of recruiting, cannot be in attendance here. So, there you go. You won't see coaches there. I mean, technically, a fan can recruit. You, my point, my <laughs> only point here, and we could have moved on a minute and a half ago. You will not see coaches at this event. If you want to make it out there, passes are available. I think weekend passes are like sixty bucks. Single day passes are like thirty bucks. I think single game passes we don't get are like a deal. twenty. No, we don't. We don't get any sort of deal.
1: I mean, that's just no, no, no shaving off the little on the top or a little double. No,
0: yes. Let, let's start here though. Men's yes. basketball. We, we're talking recruiting right now. Obviously, the kids that we're talking about that are in town this weekend for the EYBL event, they're all 2023 or younger. We are still focused on the current roster for this upcoming season, the 2022-2023 season. And one of the big names that has been discussed for the last I don't know what month or so has been Tyrese Hunter, the, the point guard transfer from Iowa State. Originally, he lists us in his top six. There's a lot of buzz, a lot of movement. Like, if we get him on campus, we should be potentially good to go, get him a nice NIL deal, do whatever we're doing with these football players. Boom, let's make it happen. Last couple of weeks, it, it, everybody, without saying it directly, has kind of said, no, we're dead here, yeah. not going to happen. And when you find out last night that he's going to announce his decision at Friday on Friday at 1 p.m., you know, the writing's on the wall there as far as Louisville's concerned. Hasn't taken a visit here. Didn't get around to taking a visit. And to the surprise of really no one, he winds up committing to Texas uh, this afternoon. This is the the second year in a row where our, like, our big transfer dream player has ended up picking Texas. Uh, Marcus Carr yep. from Minnesota was the guy that we viewed as, as kind of a pipe dream, but then got excited about when there was legitimate buzz around his name being tied to louisville he ends up going to texas he's still there by the way and and now tyrese hunter is going to texas they've got a lot of guards who are pretty good but just cannot shoot it's going to be an interesting team down there but you can see why a guy like tyrese hunter outside of just let's be real let's be call a spade a spade i'm sure he got the bag down there i'm sure he got a, a gigantic nil deal texas is texas but in Chris Beard's system yeah, it's look it, it it's a lot about defense it's yes. a lot about being a hard-nosed guard that's exactly who Tyrese Hunter mm-hmm. is he's a perfect fit for what Chris Beard has what he did at Texas Tech and what he's trying to do now at Texas so i understand the fit there even though there is more competition for playing time i saw some people you know saying well he just didn't want to compete with LL so i'm like well we've <laughs> We've got one guard on the roster, so he's the only guy who we'd be competing with, and I think it would be more of him running the point and L slotting over to the two than anything else. I don't think that playing time was the issue here, but yeah, Texas gives him the bag; they they stylistically are a fit for his game. But it sucks. I, I still was holding on to at least a little bit of hope that if he wasn't making a decision for two or three more weeks, we could at least get him on campus, uh, show him, give him the Harlow treatment, whatever we can do, and make this happen. But alas, he will go to Texas. And now we're still kind of back in this, we're back in this, let's get Malachi Smith, let's get Imani Bates and see what happens. The weird thing, though, is I don't even know any of the other guys that we're in on. And this all goes back to Kenny Payne being very tight-lipped about things and you know, not letting anything out of the bag. All we've heard from from Payne himself and from players is, you know, don't worry about the players, we're going to get the players, Like we, we just trust Kenny, he's going to make it happen. But we're, I'm not seeing anybody out there who's like listing Louisville, who's even saying that Louisville's been in contact with them. Even the Malachi Smith stuff is just sort of conjecture from people behind the scenes. Um, I mean, do we even have proof that we've reached out to Bates in any way? Well, Bates being on Bates' list, I think, is a, a solid indication. And Bates, well, yeah, but
1: Bates supposedly put Eastern Michigan on his list, and they they deny even talking to him.
0: Well, but Eastern Michigan's from his hometown, and like they yeah. they had reached out to him initially. But I think Kenny Payne has sort of talked inadvertently about Imani Bates, so. Like, I think that there's absolutely been contact there. And I mean, Bates, there's a relationship between him and multiple members of U of staff. That seems pretty straightforward. Now, the recent reports are that Louisville still has some work to do with Imani Bates. I don't know if that's Louisville having some work to do or Bates just figuring out what the hell he wants to do. No idea. But he has said mid June decision. So we'll wait and see on that front. The Malachi Smith stuff, I guess, is going to heat up now that he's presumably going to pull out of the NBA draft, although he has not made that announcement yet. But. Writing's on the wall again there. He was not invited to the Combine. He's not on anybody's mock draft board. If he wants to go pro, it's it's going to be just to go pro. It's not going to be because he thinks he's going to get drafted. Yeah, but those days were just, oh, because I want money, but you can do that in college. Exactly. And you have until June 1st to pull out of the draft officially. That's the deadline. I would expect in the next few days you'll hear Malachi Smith pulling out of the draft and then talking about college options. And if you get to answer the question that I'm sure is going to come up, like how good do you feel if we get Smith and Bates and then two other guys – pretty good like, like I, I think Smith fills a, a a huge void that you have right now one and just not having any other guard besides Al Ellis. two in being a prolific outside shooter and three having not just experience in college but being a successful college player like he's Brandon Huntley Hatfield yeah played a season at Tennessee that's big time basketball didn't have a whole lot of success though Malachi Smith is a guy who played at a lower level but He was conference player of the year in the SOCON, hit a game-winning shot in the conference uh, championship game, averaged 20, more than 20 points, has been a big-time scorer every year that he's been in college, uh, has played in the NCAA tournament, he's done all those things, been a a clutch late-game performer. You need a guy like that. And bringing him in, I think, would help significantly. Um, So I would feel much, much better about the roster, certainly if you get Malachi Smith, Imani Bates. We don't need to go into that discussion again. We know how much of a wild card he is. And then the two other spots, let's see. Let's see who's out there. Let's see who's interested just
1: have some fun with it. the only thing that worries me about Smith is that he, he, he just he's not a facilitator so or somebody that can be a facilitator and neither of course neither is l Ellis unfortunately even despite he wants to be and that's what hunter was and that's what we I still think we just i mean i I'm not saying that what Smith doesn't bring to the table is what not the level doesn't need more of as well it, i.e., just a guard in general. No, I totally agree. I mean, and, and shooting too, but... But Hunter's the better player. But I feel like, yeah. I mean, and Hunter also just kind of gives you kind of more what I think Louisville needs them. And this is also opposite of going off the fact that, I mean, like we've said this to our faces, or I would say blue in the face, but we're a little show, so red in the face, that we have no idea what kind of offense we're going to get from Kenny Payne. And kind of right now, I just, in my mind, I just kind of see something closer to what we get in Cal's offense. And with that you need someone who can be a facilitator. They can get into the lane. They can penetrate. They can handle the ball. And when Cal doesn't have that we've seen his offenses struggle. And with right now I mean you can can sit there and tell me we have it with Ellis. That's fine. You want to believe that he's going to take that next step up. More power to you. But right now it's not there. And it's and Smith can be Smith so is kind of like a better version of Ellis to me. Yeah. Like right now, I mean that's what we're getting. We're just getting a, a version of Ellis that I think we think we're hoping to get this year that we've already seen in Smith last year, and it's good and it's great. And I'm not going to turn it down. But I just I still wish we could get somebody that can be a more facilitator. I'm with you,
0: I, no question about it. I, I have I sort of wavered from my initial position a couple months ago, which is that let's not judge Kenny Payne on this first season. The roster this year is probably not going to look hopefully not going to look the way that it does moving forward because i do think that the the ncaa uncertainty plays a, a big part in what's happening in the transfer portal i still believe that i think that a lot of these decisions that you're seeing a lot of these guys who aren't picking louisville or who aren't having louisville on their list are doing so because louisville can't go to them and say definitively we're going to be in the ncaa tournament next year we're going to be eligible but we're going to have a, a roster that's capable of, of competing so i thought that for a while and then when we were getting in on guys like hunter and guys like you know Malachi Smith and, and guys like, uh, you know, when Imani Bates first started popping up, I was thinking, okay, like, like this is, I went so far as to say that Hunter changes things. I, I think you can evaluate, if you get Tyrese Hunter, you can have a better idea of how to evaluate the staff after one season. We'll, we'll know how good they are, X's and O's wise, and how well this might work moving forward based on how well they do with this team. I'm going now back to the whole, I hope people don't flip out about what happens in year one unless it's this team just massively overachieves because when you're looking at this roster and we still clearly have four spots to fill and who knows how they end up being filled but when you look at the roster you've got a lot of guys coming back from a team that just was not good last year maybe the worst team in Louisville basketball history do you hope you can coach them up sure you hope that all those guys who come back are better than what we saw last year we don't know what we're gonna get from Mike James we really don't know what we're gonna get from Roosevelt Wheeler we barely saw any of him last year can all those guys be better than they were a year ago sure is that improvement enough to take a 13 and 19 team to you know, the NCAA tournament, to being top 25 caliber, to being top four, top five in the ACC? I don't know. And then you look at the additions. I think Kamari Lands is going to be a fantastic college player. I think he helps you immediately. I think he's absolutely that good. Still, he's a, a freshman. We've been hit or miss with freshmen playing right away in you know, multiple eras now. You've got he Devin. Was a different
1: horse, but different color when sure. playing freshman
0: now. You've got Devin Rhee, who's an outside shooter, but is – I think if you were not going to see his full game until he puts on a little bit of weight and has some, you know, gets his feet wet in college basketball for a couple of years. And then Brandon Huntley Hatfield, another kind of wild card, clearly has all the potential in the world, was a five star prospect. If he was coming out of this year's class, probably a top 10 kid in the 2022 class, if he'd stayed where he was and not reclassified, played most of last year as a 17 year old. But. The numbers that he put up at Tennessee are the numbers that he put up at Tennessee. Not a, not a whole lot to go from there. The highlights are impressive. You think you can get, you know, Kenny Payne, Big Man Whisperer, all that good stuff. You think you can turn him into that. But there are no guarantees. And that's where I come with this with this roster, with the guys that we have back. There are no guarantees. We all expect Sidney Curry to be even better than what we saw at the end of last year. We expect L. Ellis to be a better decision maker, to be more sound with the basketball. We expect Mike James to be the player that we heard about, the the buzz before he got hurt last year. You know, we expect Roosevelt Wheeler to take strides. We expect Devin Reed to be a knockdown outside shooter. We expect Brandon Huntley Hatfield to realize his potential. All this stuff.
1: We don't know it. There are no guarantees. You know, you you mentioned, you know, obviously waiting for Smith to pull his name out of the draft, which is June first, which is kind of expected and then we'd go after him. I, I know I assume that, you know, people that do this better than I do have looked through the transporter in terms of what guards that fall under the criteria that we kind of need they're left out there. And, and while there, and we look through the pointer, there may not be like a whole lot out there that, you know, kind of tickle the pickle a little mo- too much, okay. but, but the, but in terms of Smith pulling out of the draft, I mean, there could be other, I, I wonder how many other names are in that dra- that are right now in there. They could still pull out as well that maybe Lou was looking at expecting to do the same that are guards that may be more in the criteria that we're looking for. I would hope so. I mean, you've got, cause I wonder how many, I mean, we saw, I mean, Jackson Davis pulled out. I mean, you guys. I mean, there's there could be other names out there that Louisville's looking at. Going, okay, we we kind of expect this guy to maybe not stay in the draft as well. And let's as soon as he pull, as soon as he gets that name out of there, let's get him on speed dial. Yeah. I
0: mean, the weird thing is though, the guys that you're talking about, who are we're kind of those French players. Most of them have come out with lists, and they don't include Louisville. Wow. And then you've had like guys like um, Nevada, Grant Sherfield, who did have Louisville initially on his list. He just committed to Oklahoma this week. Um, th- that. There are players out there, but like the big, the guys who are on everybody's top twenty available list, top twenty-five available list, they're kind of starting to go fast. And I, I mean, you can find a diamond in the rough. Kristen Cunningham was way better than we thought he was going to be in, in Max' first year. And if we don't get a player like him, we probably don't go to the NCAA tournament that year. Um, but like the the Damian Lee, the the Carly Jones type impact players, they're they're getting picked off. Malachi Smith is kind of the last one of those guys that you can go get. Now Imani Bates is, is a different animal, of course, too. Yeah. But based nah, on the potential, but yeah. he's, you know, he's all like he 24, seven sports has him as the number one available transfer. And I think like rivals and ESPN have him as like the 27th available player. Like he, he's still, it's up all up potential all high school stuff. Yeah. It's all potential, but it, we've had the discussion a million times. I think the, the risk is certainly uh, outweighed by the potential reward, but the other guys, I mean, you're, you're getting to a point now where I think you're going to have to go out and get a guy that you hope is kind of, like Kristen cunningham a guy who's not going to make a big splash when you sign him but just rises to the occasion just fits the system well and winds up being much much better of an up transfer than anybody thought he was going to be i'd give
1: up a lot to get a Christian cunningham on this roster right now, for sure
0: right now absolutely I love it <laughs> but if you get malachi smith i think that takes a lot of the pressure off because he's a guy that you plug in immediately you feel good about he can handle the ball he can run the point if L needs a break he can or is just not playing well he definitely can play off the ball uh he can play big time minutes he's in, he's in great shape at chattanooga they definitely got as much as they could out of him i think if you get him you certainly feel a whole lot more comfortable and confident with whoever else you get whoever however else the rest of the roster shakes up but it's he is becoming to me at least if we're going to have any hope of being ncaa tournament fringe top 25 caliber team he's becoming a musket like we've we've got to get him or that roster starts to look the hope becomes more of just like a desperation hope like like maybe like if everything goes right we could be pretty good but you gotta ha- you have to add at least one more big-time player of
1: consequence i think i mean even with only four spots left and, and obviously glaring need of desperation for depth at the guard position i mean are we still at the point where it's like you know what this mean, coaching staff be looking and go we're not just looking for guards we just want the best damn players we can get available then when we get here we'll, we'll figure everything out at that point just get as much talent as we can before going into next season, and then we'll worry about positions and, and playing time and all that stuff. That, that that's future Kenny problem. I think Current they Kenny were... situation is get as much talent on this roster right now as we can.
0: I think they were doing that originally. And I think now, I mean, Kenny Payne has said as much. He said it on multiple interviews. Like, he's very aware of how the roster looks. And he's like, I know we need guards. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he said, I, I think, with the four last spots, he was like, we want to get – he's like, obviously, we want to get great players. He's like, I think I would love to have two or three guards, add another wing. I think we need some help there. In mean, the front court, you've got – I think we've got plenty you, of wings. You're set at the front court. I mean, but a wing, I think preferably a wing who could also play the two at this point. I mean, wing is – is becoming a very,
1: very broad It is term with a big I mean, umbrella. But I mean a two three is a wing. Right. And I mean we've got I mean, between James, Lands, Rees, I mean we've got we've but got wing guys. I would say all those guys though fit more fall more
0: into the like three that can play two as opposed to vice versa. As opposed to like two who can play three.
1: Yeah. Or I mean, we're, and then you have Withers who's a four that can play the three. Or a trainer who's a four that can maybe play the three. I see Withers more as a four who can play the five. Because he's he's pretty much played I the five more do, than not. I think you could say the same. I think you could do three four five for both of them actually. Yeah. In the right matchup, I would not feel confident with Jalen at the three, but that's just me. I mean, what? he's been there. I mean, <laughs>
0: it just depends on how what kind of. I mean, you, you could do it. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you can do anything. We, I mean, hell, at this point, we may have Roosevelt Willard playing the two. We may just we may just go super big. We got height. That's all that's uh, that's all I know. The Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450 we love our friends over at Thorntons. I uh, hit them up all weekend long. If you're traveling for Memorial Day weekend and you're worried about the gas prices, I filled up over at Thorntons. It was look I'm not going to say it was good. It, w- it was bad, but it's a lot better than it could have been because I had that Refreshing Rewards app. Save me some money at the pump. It'll do the same for you. If you got to travel, got to fill up the car, download that Refreshing Rewards app, stop in at one of the uh, 71,205 area Thornton's locations, and they're going to save you at least a little bit of money at that pump. And they're going to save you money inside too. If you need a little pick-me-up, a little food, a little energy drink, a little whatever, hit up a Thornton's, download the Refreshing Rewards app. And while you're doing it, Text is on the Thornton Text
1: line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We'll are you, read. Are you a single sneezer or a multi sneezer? Multi sneezer, three yeah. every time, almost. I'm I'm, I'm just it just maybe take because I just had my little sneezing fit right here where I just did like five of them in a row. And I was like, multiple sneezers are hard though when you're somebody like me who always has a, like a tendency. Always have to say God bless you to somebody. Like I'm, just, my, I felt like if I don't, my grandma's gonna like come from the grave and smack me or something. And it's also please and thank you. And multi sneezers are hard to do that with because. What's, do you say it after every sneeze or just the end of all of them? I was literally throwing it to break. Dying in my drop in. My mom – but it, you bring up one of my – You can contemplate it when we go, as we go to the one break. One of my and, friend's
0: favorite things is how my mom would always – whenever my mom was around and I did, she'd be like – as if she hadn't heard it a million times in her life. She'd be like, bless you. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> like she was shocked every time that I sneezed in three as if I hadn't done it my entire life. Anyways, text line coming up after the break. We'll be right back. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X.
2: You rattle and you rattle my brain. Too much love drives a man insane. You broke my will,
1: but what a thrill! Stunning as grace, as great balls of fire. I loved your love, thought I thought it was funny. You came
2: along and woo, my heart I've changed my mind. This
1: is fine. Great balls of fire.
0: You're so excited for Top Gun. You're so excited Statement
1: for this.
0: You're so excited for this new top gun.
1: No. You can't wait. You're counting down the hours until you get to see it. No, today is, the, is an honor. The only top gun ever made. And only top gun respected by everyone. People, are, people are
0: saying better better than the original. That's what people, I keep hearing. People are people are stupid. You haven't seen it. <laughs> you haven't seen it. People keep saying better than the original. I'll be <laughs> They're like, hey Trevor, listen to this. It's ten times better than the original. i am like, listen to this. Can I have what you're smoking? You haven't seen it. You don't know.
1: I'm watching. I watched Stranger Things this weekend.
0: You you informed me during the break, and this is again something that I just cannot relate to. You, you've been trying to watch the, the 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 first three seasons before the new season comes out.
2: <laughs>
0: you watched all of season two yesterday. Yeah, all of season two. Yeah, entire season. Yeah, every episode. Yeah, and not not just like yesterday. You, I think the exact terminology
1: was last night. I yeah, well, because I didn't start till I got home around. Um... I'm about 7: about 730-ish? Every episode. Yeah. Unreal. It would take me five months. <laughs> it's like eight hours. I just take <laughs> more
0: power to you. So I take it you did not, I almost texted you that you did not watch the, the Battle of Alberta last night. Uh, Edmonton versus Calgary. Fantastic once again. Saw the score. Flames got screwed. Did they really? They had a goal. Very late in the third period.
1: They lost in overtime. I saw that. Yeah, they
0: had a, they had the go-ahead goal with like two minutes to go in the third period. They ended up calling it a kick, which everybody – like the rule is, if it hits your skate inadvertently, it it counts. This guy's like getting drilled into the boards. He it doesn't look like he intentionally kicks the puck. It's going in anyway. But they wave off the goal. Every hockey nerd that I know that on Twitter that I follow is like, I've never seen that call of return. They've been calling it a different way the entire playoffs. Flames fans are incensed. Goes to overtime. Edmonton scores. Um, kind of, I, I I hate it because the series has been so fun. They and there were four goals in I think a minute and seventeen last night.
1: Unbelievable. I mean, it, it sounds like the Flames kind of kind blew the offensive load in, in week in game one, right?
0: Well, I mean, or
1: in like three minutes last night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey. It was unreal, though. Who, has, who hasn't done that
0: in three minutes? Yeah.
1: <laughs> if lucky, Edmonton. Uh, I believe this is the first time they've been this far in the playoffs since they went to the Stanley Cup like back in early two thousands. Well, they're not going any further. And before that, they I mean, they get the Lance next. This Hopefully. Is, you, know, you know they won like five Stanley Cups in like six years? Well, yeah, when they had like Gresge and Messi, Messi and all those yeah, guys. They just those dominated, yeah.
0: Uh, the Thornton line 502-414-1450. Texas says, I just got free tickets to the Bats tonight, but kind of want to stay home and binge watch TV and eat pizza. What should I do? Ooh. No, no.
1: Go. Go to the Bats. Go to the Bats, yeah. Take the dog to the Bats. And when you get home, you got a nice little buzz. Get Maybe get some tacos, some nachos, put them together. Let me swing by Thornton's, grab some donuts. And then uh, you know, and then sit back and watch some maybe watch some Stranger Things or something. Didn't work any shady rays in there. Well, you want yes because you need shady rays when you're coming home so the the, the the bloodshot eyes aren't shown. Or at the game. Yeah. He also says, or they also say, the new
0: Top Gun is great. He should be excited about it.
1: No.
0: Uh, we did have a texture say that they went to the the KFC remote and picked up a pair of shady rays that were there and was raving about them. Shady they rays should. again. Use the promo code Big X when you check out. Save you twenty five percent. And if they get lost, stolen, you break them. Within 30 days, they send you a free pair. ShadyRays.com. Go there now. Get your sunglasses.
1: They're awesome. I've still got mine in my car. I wore mine on the way here again. Yeah, yeah. Um, Something that, about mine, too. I love the fact that, one, like I don't know what it is, like the, the lenses in it, but when I look at my phone when I'm wearing them, it makes my phone look like psychedelic, like Jefferson Airplane psychedelic. That polarization, man. And it's just kind of cool. Texas, where are the par three courses around this area?
0: There were a bunch growing up. I don't think they have – like I know the exec at – is it a Hurstburn that has – they have a par-3 course? Is that Ray or something? I mean, yeah. Like, Bellerman was where I learned how to play golf. We always went to Bellerman. They had a par-3 course. There was Golf World back in the day that no longer exists right off the Snyder. Uh, I don't know of a par-3 course, like a strictly par-3 course. I think Different Strokes has, like, three par-3 holes or used to. But I don't know if there's just, like, a straight par-3 course that's public anymore.
1: Can't you just make your own par-3 course by, like, starting, like, farther up the green? Well, (laughs) there's one solution. I'm just saying. (laughs) Also, back to the, not to like rewind too much with the hockey thing. I had a question because you you are a hockey expert, like Billy Melrose without the mullet. Not at all. Is it like a rule that in hockey you can't score a goal with anything other than the stick? Well, I just told you, like, if, if it
0: goes off your, your skate or something inadvertently... Inadvertently, but, like, you can't you, can't... you can't kick it in, you can't throw it in, you can't headbutt it in, no.
1: But, like, smack it off the... Like, if you're sliding on the ice and you're... No, doesn't count. Nothing. It has to be the stick. Has to be the stick. Okay. Nothing but the stick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Only way to score is with the stick. <laughs> I mean, I can't... I mean, first of all, I don't like anybody who would intentionally want to, like, kick a puck. I mean, I can't imagine you being able to score better by kicking a puck than by using your stick anyway. No. I mean, and and obviously, yes. Like, just use the stick. It's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be better for you. Is the knuckle puck actually legal in NHL? If you could do it, yeah. Okay,
0: for sure. Yeah, why not? Texas TK apple or cherry turnover.
1: Uh, cherry. There you go. I'm a cherry fan. I love cherries. Remember, I told you, I'll I'll sleep and eat it at cherries at the those those uh you know yeah i'll eat them out Oh, the char one, those won't last a day in my house i used to when i was a kid one them. of those things that i kind of grew out of i just don't like them anymore you <laughs> are you saying i just don't
0: grab never grown up is that
1: what you're saying this taste
0: buds just didn't develop <laughs> <laughs> what
1: you're trying to say maybe
0: uh texas says sneezing etiquette first time bless you second time you only get one and then no more responses i've also gotten that before uh, yeah. I've,
1: I've had friends who'd be like am i saying it again I mean, but shouldn't, if you know someone's a multi-sneezer, if you don't know they're a multi-sneezer, I get that you say it once and they keep sneezing. You go, okay, it only happens once. But if they're a multi-sneezer, I just don't know if it's etiquette to say it at the very end, or should you get one individually, each one. I'm just curious how that, how the what the rule of etiquette is for that. Well, as a
0: as a multi multi-sneezer myself, let me just go to like, I, nothing offends me. If you do the bless you once, and then they not giving you another one. That's fine. I always laugh. If you do it after every three, or you're shocked if I'm going four or five, then that's fine too. But I
1: least I at least need the the one blessing. You you, you you're kind of like me though. If you don't even get the one, you get a little. I take of... it personally. Now you didn't give me one when I sneezed earlier, but you were talking on the air, so I will let it slide a little that's, bit. Yeah, sorry, it's radio. I mean, that's a little bit once. Next time it happens, we're gonna have issues. Well, we're, you,
0: I mean, you use the cough
1: button, so nobody we're... even know. The whole point of using having the <laughs> cough you want button sneezing on the air.
0: Yeah, the whole point. Of, well, the whole point of having a cough button is so like we can move on seamlessly. <laughs> without acknowledging the sneeze or the cough me saying bless you would quite literally blow that up
1: well i think we've given away right now with this discussion on top of it but there's <laughs> a sneeze talk on the big x let's get weird yeah. i mean why stop now also it, are you are you just basic do you use the god bless you or just the bless you i'm bless you or do you go the costanza route where like you're so good looking no i just say bless you just bless you
0: yeah texas also mike with the uptick of southern hockey do you think we could support a team I'd love to think so. How many times have we had an IHL like
1: level team here? Yeah, Ice Hawks, River Frogs. Yeah, Ice Hawks is my favorite. I still have an Ice Hawks puck. My because uh, lo- it had the, it was the Atlanta Hawks logo, and I always thought it was really cool. My youngest
0: nephew is like a big time hockey player. He plays on like the like the local travel team. He made some big like regional all star. Thing where nice. like, the minor league scouts are looking at like he's, he's all about it and like this team from louisville that he plays on they go and they, I mean, they play some teams from the northeast they play some teams from the midwest some some major hotbed hockey areas and they've been very competitive so i think it's getting the hockey community is getting stronger you've got high school programs now that are, are getting better but it's still you know it, it's not like it is anywhere north of us it's, Does Trinity have a hockey team yeah i think i've actually had four they Bob. start i think their first year was my sophomore or junior year because it's a club sport and now, I think it's a it's not a full on state sport, but you've got a lot more teams that have actual teams. Because back in in the day, it was like Trinity Saint X, and then like five like male manual like schools like combined, and then I think that was it. it was, yeah, like, to was,
1: win state, you had to beat Saint X. That was it. I mean, I was thinking, I can imagine there's probably no more than maybe eight schools right now that have hockey teams in the state. I think there's more now. They, you they, did they, the whole. St- I'm not just the city. Yeah. I'm talking like a whole
0: state. It's expanded a little bit more. I will admit, like I was. Sure, as, Wagner doesn't have one. <laughs> as someone who played baseball and who lost in the state title game my junior year, I was very, <laughs> I was definitely bitter at like my friends who played hockey and like ba- again, like, all they had to do was beat Sanix and they got these like fat like, state rings and they're like wearing them to school and stuff. And I was like, you sons of bitch. Like this is this <laughs> is not fair. It's
1: like winning an interstate tournament in the fifties, <laughs> <Like,
0: laughs> you just win two
1: games and you're done. You're
0: like, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna bring my like my <laughs> silver medal that they gave us after we <laughs> lost in the state championship game in and just
1: wear it every day at school. You ever played hockey? Uh, yeah, I played roller hockey for one year, like in a league. Roller hockey, I mean, like on ice. Never played on ice. Have you? Have you ever ice skated? Yeah, I tried one time this girl was dating. She wanted me to go. Like, we, I guess, I'm assuming everyone plays at the ice rink over on, like, on Iceland. Ice yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where everyone plays. Uh-huh. I mean, can't imagine. I don't think that's where is the leagues else. are. My, yeah. my, old, my
0: brother, who's like obsessed with hockey, this is his son who plays. He still plays in like the men's leagues over there.
1: Yeah, and I, we went. She, she's like, you want to go ice skate? Want to go ice skate? I'm like. And uh, so we got to. I think the closest I got was getting the skates on my feet. Like I was like, I'm trying. And I'm trying to tell him, like, you know, I I don't even like roller skate. I've never roller skated in my life. Like I don't know how to. I'm too I'm too big and uncoordinated to be on roller skates. It's not easy. Like I'm I was kidding. I was the guy at champs hanging out on the sideline at you know the arcade and stuff. Like in my own shoes. Never even put the rollerblade roller skates on. So I mean, but she got me on. She got the, the ice the 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 shoes on me, and and I stood up, and that was the far as I got. Like I fell, I think I about fell down right, right, just from standing up. Like oh, no, I'm not getting on that ice.
0: Texas says hard lump all the way. Not a propane grill fan. It reminds me of Bozich and his unseasoned chicken breast. <laughs> Poor Rick's just never going to get over that. At, not- at least he plays into it now. <laughs> it's just a bad look. Come on. He also says then I don't even know what prompted this. He says in back-to-back text, Dan McDonald can't win the big one. All caps, big one. And then Rutherford versus Deener.
1: What? No. Uh- like a uh,
0: wrestling match. I don't know if he's predicting when I was talking about radio feuds, but no, he wouldn't take on Diener, would you? We're par- hey, we're partners. Yeah, the, the yeah. Louisville Louisville First Group.
1: Yeah, we're in the same faction. Come and, on. And in wrestling terms, yeah, we're in the same. We're all part of the Heaton family.
0: Now TJ Walker texted in and said, "Oh uh, good lord, what TJ have to smoking, say? Smoking, create your own pizzas on the Green Egg. Come on over,
1: Trevor and Mike. Green Egg pizza night is a huge deal around here. I have had well, well first Green of Egg of all, school. TJ only has the Green Egg because he won it and didn't even want to keep it." He won a green egg in some kind of contest, and he didn't even want it. He tried to sell it, but when he couldn't sell it, he decided to keep it. Now he loves it. He didn't even want the thing. Well, hey, he's making the most
0: of it. He also says intern Jacob is a scratch golfer. We knew that. He said he was the mentioned first day. He was eighth region golfer of the year. What does that mean, by the way? A scratch golfer yeah. means like you shoot even par like you're, okay. very, you're
1: very very good he's the par golfer no
0: he said wheeler isn't a top five point guard in the sec and everyone roasted him it turns out he hates wheeler because wheeler turned him down twice for a picture well, now I like intern Jacob Moore. <laughs> now he's won me back. Okay, now this, I'm back on his side.
1: He's just walking up to this poor point guard on campus. be like, can I get my picture with you?
0: Hey, Jim Furyk once ducked me for an autograph, and I never got over it. I know it, he's an a for other um, reasons, but he walked at the PGA in uh, 2000. It was 2096, one of the early ones. He, like, wa- went out of his way to, like, walk. He almost fell in a creek. He was walking so far out of his way to avoid me and my buddy for an autograph. And his caddy who was fluff at the time, like the most famous caddy in the world. Tag- caddy for Tiger. His rafter, right he got off Tiger's bag. Came oh, yeah. right over and signed autographs for us. Nice. Furyk a-hole.
1: I'll never get over it. I think the closest I've ever been turned down like aggravatedly for an autograph. Well, Chris Webber, when I was down in San Antonio, when I watched him play the Bullets. It sticks with you. I threw a pin top at him. Yeah. And then the other was Craig Elo. I went to. <laughs> oh. and that's a random name to pull. I went and saw Hawks and Pacers. And again, this might blow your mind if you go to an NBA game now. Like, you get there early, you could just go down to the court and, like, the little tunnel, you know, behind the basket. You could just stand there and ask for autographs. Now, if you don't have a ticket to get down there, they're not going to let you. But back in the 90s, back in our day, you know, you could go down there and do that. And he was, like, one of the last people shooting, like, warm-ups. And so I'm sitting, I'm, I got nowhere to be. I'm I'm good. I'm, So I'm hanging out waiting for an autograph. And finally he came out, and I'm, I'm like, one, I think I was literally the only person left. There may be one other person still waiting for an autograph. And I just, you know, I'm reaching out. I had the magazine, and what I was doing, I was having all the players sign, like, where their little picture was in the program. I went to hand to him. He just kind of looked at me and just walked on. Kept walking. And I'm like 13-year-old Trevor. I'm like, that's why Jordan embarrassed you. <laughs> just, I, I know he heard me, but he didn't recognize He didn't acknowledge. So me. Now you hate Craig Eula forever. Deservedly so. Screw Craig Desember, really so.
0: Yeah. Uh, Joe Totten on Twitter says there are par three courses at Woodhaven Country. That's the one I was thinking of. And Seneca. I've no. never played the one at Seneca. Woodhaven's a great course, by the way. It's a great course. My buddies worked there in high school, so we played there a couple of times. And I did play that par three course. I've n- never played the one at Seneca. I wonder if Glen Oaks has a par three. Well, I don't think so. I think he would have included it. it. Sounds like Joe knows what he's talking about. I believe, Joe. Texas Mike should voice intros for UK, for UK preseason for football <laughs> and basketball. Just a quick YouTube video or something to jinx their seasons. That's a great That's a
1: idea. Brilliant idea. It has to happen. I would not thought of that before.
0: TJ Beisner, you got my number.
1: You <laughs> can make this happen.
0: Texas when I walk outside and the sun is out, two sneezes every time. I I don't know many twos. I know a lot of people who are threes, and then everybody else is like a one.
1: I mean, You don't I'm, find a lot of twos these days. Yeah, I'm three or max, though. Sometimes I'll go five or six. I've never. I'm, I don't. I can't remember the last time I did a solo or even two, though. Yeah, two is a rarity.
0: Texas, well done on the appearance on Tyson take Tate again, Mike. Always entertaining and funny on their behalf of the cards. Uh, just imagine a Big X host and listeners charter to Maui. We like. I am going to pull everything I got. We're going to Maui. I've got to try to go to Maui because Tyson Tate. They're going. They they're like the Maui ambassadors. They do the draw every year. They always go there and cover the whole thing. And I'm like, they're like, are you going? Are you going? We, we got to make this happen. Are you going? I'm like, well, can you guys get me? I'm like, I can get Jim out of there. I can be your fake producer. Let's make this happen. And now I'm like, who can I? Who can I talk to? Who can I? How can I make this happen? We got to go to Maui.
1: All right. Here's what we do. We're gonna get this done. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out one Arby's a day. <laughs> For two weeks that'll say, that'll and two Door Dashes and, and Door and a Door Dash and, and I'm gonna cut down to four Door Dashes a week. <laughs> You're gonna sell your pelotron <laughs> and <then> we're gonna <laughs> we'll give a little blood, maybe some plasma, possibly sperm if we need to. What are we gonna do? And then we're gonna take all that money and we're gonna we, we that should cover our flight to, to the Now we may not be staying in the nicest hotel. You know we may you know we may have you know a, a roach for a mint. But you know, we'll be there. We'll get there. It's it's not an inexpensive trip, from what I hear. Well, I'm like, what do you hear? Like, give me, give me. Oh, I right. don't have a ballpark figure. I just always everybody's like, eh, it's
0: pretty pricey. Like, Atlantis is much more affordable. It's closer. It's a shorter flight. The, like flights to Hawaii are they're expensive, insane aren't. in general. Like, we looked yeah. at Hawaii for our honeymoon, and right away. We're like, nope. Um, Plus, the, well, they're not still doing the rules where you have to stay out there with, with the COVID stuff, right? I don't think so. Okay, I can't. I mean, again, this is a tournament that we played in November. So, plus, this, <laughs> who the hell
1: knows? Where does we, Maui? We could have monkeypox all over the island at that point. You never know. Where, where, not, not me. I didn't get laid. Uh, where, where does the uh, Where does Maui rank on the like, like more, more popular island? Because there's five of them, right? Mm-hmm. There's Maui. There's Honolulu, and then there's three others. So, one of the, where does Maui rank on there? I'm I mean, just, there are I mean, more, aren't there? Like, I thought there was only five. I have no idea. I, I felt like they're like, I thought there were, like, tons of Hawaiian islands. No, it's not like, like, I mean, five's a pretty good number, don't you think? I don't know. I, you're, no,
0: there are, well, I just looked at major islands in Hawaii. There are way more than five. Oh, there are? Yeah. I didn't know that. You've got Hawaii is the big island. Maui is the valley isle. Oahu is the gathering place. Kauai is the garden isle. I've Ma- heard of that Molokai Ma- is the friendly isle. Uh, Lana is the pineapple isle. Niahu is the forbidden isle. Ooh, let's go to Yahoo. Ko'olawaii is the target isle. There's a zero population on Ko'olawaii. Why? Because why, it's targeted? So eight major islands on, on I like, in Hawaii. I like how everyone has a theme, by the way. But too. yeah, there's like 50 minor islands and like a billion partial islands in Hawaii. There you go. There's your Hawaiian update. Do they all have themes? How, uh, 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 this, is, this is why i can't bring up anything like maui invitational just devolves into like how many islands are in hawaii
1: well did you didn't know it either i didn't know i don't i don't care to talk about I mean,
0: it we're not we're not and also is a city it's not an
1: island <laughs> oh it is yes what's the island it's on i, I don't know who cares <laughs> maui is the island though right maui is not okay correct all right. i mean we're here to
0: entertain and teach this, there's nothing entertaining about this discussion well then it's teaching it's not. It's not. It, no, we have no idea what we're talking about. We're not teaching or entertaining at this point. We're failing on every regard. Texas fire driver. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. Yeah, fire, so you don't get paid. <laughs> Texas, if you show no symptoms of monkeypox, are you asymptomatic? On that note, <laughs> We I will like take that. a break. We'll come back. Uh, <laughs> We've got Castellini apologizing to Red fans. I do want to talk about that. We've got a couple of football notes to get to. Uh, we'll take more of your texts as well. 502-414-1450. Hour number two of the Mike Rutherford shows is on the way next here on 1450, the Big X. It's just great,
2: great ball Just five. Balls of five. Kisses, baby. Feels mm. good. Holy oh, baby. Boy. You like a shoe. should. You're, you're fine. fine. So kind. Why do you to tell, to tell this, this world, world, world that you might, 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 might? That you might nail that and that's what all I love. Say it was a ride. Right.
1: Welcome back in. You just want to hear the song. Well, I was picturing us doing a show on the beach in Maui, with this playing in the background. Like, I,
2: guess,
1: I picture us just like doing a montage, of, uh, a show montage on the beach and this being played. We would just be like, oh my God, the game started already. We've
0: we got to get over to the Civic Center. It's like in Wayne's
1: World, like, wait a minute, we got chicken salad, Cooper.
0: That's, yeah, that would exact be exactly what happened. By the way, Rashawn Myers texted in, he let us know, fellas. Honolulu is located on the island of Oahu, which is the main island. That's where I was stationed in the Marine Corps. Yeah,
1: I knew. He, I was gonna say if anyone would know Rashawn, would he, I knew he was stationed in Hawaii. We've, what a place to be stationed, by the way. If I was actually gonna join, a, a, like the army or something, if they were told me I could be stationed in Hawaii, opposed to like I don't know, South Carolina, I may have I may have actually considered
0: it. I think you would have dramatically overestimated the amount of downtime you would have gotten there. <laughs>
2: You'd, once again, you would
0: just envision Top Gun. and You'd be like, that's
1: going to be my experience? Hell yeah. Well, I'm just picturing like, in the Army now with Paul Shore. But... Probably a more apt comparison. My, my, my brother's a pool guy. I'll do water cleaning. We have a developing situation
0: out at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. Ooh, a Reds don't... player and someone from the Giants, according to Mark Sheldon, had to be separated in left field during BP. Members of both teams ran out there
1: to get involved in the altercation. Really? Hmm. hmm. It's getting mm-hmm. dicey. Maybe are they a little ticked that they gave up twenty runs last night or something, or is this a different series? Different series. Reds oh. beat the Cubs twenty to five yesterday. Oh, ah, okay. So Blue Jays won last night. The other Reds note:
0: Phil Castellini noted a hole and, and just curmudgeon and you know just no. a, just just a, a bad human being in general. Basically, uh, social yeah. pariah. Phil Castellini gave a formal apology at season ticket holder at the ballpark. Uh, for his comments before the season, he said the Reds are "quote <laughs> here for the long term" and will continue to invest in the team. I love that this is this is the way that he's done it. So he he basically says the most ass nine things twice in the same day, opening day by the way for well, the Reds.
1: He says it on the radio and then
0: when asked about it, he doubles down. Right, on twice. Team. Yeah. And after that, the Reds tank. They just they they go from a team that had played an even series with the reigning world champions Atlanta Braves to a team that lost twenty one of twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> Fans don't show up for games. Fans are pissed. Now my buddies, you know, my buddies' family, who's you know they work in the clubhouse, that the the clubhouse managers and you know, they all like they told yeah they told us that like after a week Castellini came down and like apologized to the team and apologized to all the employees, which is great. He did it in secret, like didn't want to take his medicine out in public. And now he's doing it Damn with man. now he's doing it with a the, the picture is a very small group of season ticket holders. It's like the the fifty richest people who have season ticket holders to the reds like those are the people that he's apologizing to well, no no like going on a news show and saying it's time to come clean no getting on social media and uh, issuing a formal statement
1: this guy's a grade a jackass the like fact, there's no way around it i mean the fact he's waiting two months to begin with to apologize to, to his small group of ticket holders is, a, is a d-bag move exactly that's what i'm saying i mean just here's the thing you, phil you don't even really had to mean the apology I mean, we didn't expect you to mean it. We know we know you're just pure evil. I mean, that's fine. But you could have at least come out like giving us like a Ryan Leaf like holding the paper and then tossing it in your locker faking paw. I mean, at least give us throw us a freaking bone. Would you like to hear how he started the apology today? <laughs> Here you go. Here's the transcript. Oh, I bet I bet it's like backhanded in
0: some way. Here you go. Hello. Oh, already, I, I stand before you, humbled by the beginning of our season. By the way, is there a word that is more misused in the English language now than humbled? I stand before you. Like, there's no way. Like, can you just say uh, someone wrote this for me? I just love when people like they get like a, they'll win an Oscar and everybody's calling them the sexiest person alive and the greatest person in the history of the world. They're like, I'm humbled by this. That's not what that means. No, it is being misused everywhere. I could use the word humbled, right? He continues. I want to make sure I got a chance to share how much you're appreciated by this franchise and myself personally. I got myself into trouble on opening day and got into the frustration from all the criticism of our our franchise and our family. I really dropped my guard and got emotional about something we need to be strong enough and big enough to let our organization have a passionate and emotional response to what's happening to our team. At the end of the day, this is your team. We are stewards of that team. All I can tell you is that we do care. We are going to be here for the long haul as a team. Whatever. He continues. It's, it's long. I'm not going to read the whole thing. This guy's I
1: a- I don't even think there was an apology there. Not really. He, he says we're going to... What was the last sentence?
0: Well, here's the very last sentence of the whole thing. Oh, I continue oh. to serve you humbly, once again. Not, nope. no. Humbly, graciously, I thank you for continuing to support this team. I love the city of Cincinnati. I love the Reds. I thank those of you who are
1: here. Right, so you're not thanking the people who aren't there. And, again, Nowhere did I hear technically an apology anywhere for your earlier comments. All he did basically said he basically just kind of reiterated with it. He Re- he recapped what happened. Yeah, because he, and he also said what he say? We're going to be here for the long. You said it in the beginning. The remember the original the original thing that got her by Mad was he said we're going to be here. If you don't like it, go somewhere else. Here is the apology. He never though. said okay. Cincinnati was leave- the Reds were leaving Cincinnati ever in the beginning. I stopped before he got to the official apology, which is this
0: is the classic not a- apology, unapology. Yeah. Here it is. I'm sorry I offended you. You nailed it. Oh, God. Here it is. <laughs> I stand before you with a formal apology if I offended any one of the yeah. people in this room.
1: That's, that's not an apology. I get, If you were going to give you that, give, you should have done that two days after you originally said it. This guy's the worst. I mean, at least you could have given me that two days after you said the comments. Because I, wanna... I would have still looked at you and been like, you're a tool. You're a giant power tool. Tim, You're you're such a power tool. Tim Allen wouldn't even... Can handle you, but at least at least fake the apology to me.
0: I want to choke slam him from the Toyota Tundra center
1: field. Now you want to give him a pile driver? Just drop kick him into the Ohio. <laughs> I hate this guy. Kick, I can't. I can't stand. Kick the pill. Him. I can't stand him. I can't stand him at all.
0: Text that I enjoyed Trevor's intellectual intellectual Hawaii facts, or at least him getting the facts out of you. Lol. <laughs> I mean, there it
1: is. I still can't believe Honolulu isn't an island. It's a city.
0: I could have swore it was an island. Texter, Trevor, quote, I won't walk into a restaurant to get food. Also, Trevor, quote, I'd consider joining the military if I got stationed in Hawaii. (laughs) How long I would last. Uh, Texter said, Ohio State, Derek Anderson, turned me down for an autograph. That's not – why at Ohio State, I guess. I guess. Uh, Texter says, Mike, you should be – Oh, this is my wrestling persona. You should be the banana hammock, tall boots and skulllet <laughs> of hair type of wrestler, or suit shorts, suit jacket, and tie with the sleeves ripped off and carry in a briefcase with slicked back hair because of your year of the lawyer class. Well I don't have hair, that'd be a problem. You just
1: described IRS by the exactly. way. Exactly. That's, that's what I was thinking. Of. Yeah. He
0: said, Which wrestler would you be? Uh, clearly Trev self admittedly in a Vader mask is a natural. Oh, I'd be I would either that or come
1: out like Bastion Booger. Just like, do you remember Bastion Booker? He
0: was he was a, he was a uh, what do they call the people that, who lose matches on purpose? He was a jobber. Jobber. I'm thinking of the Brooklyn
1: Brawler. Brooklyn Brawler was a jobber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like Barrow Horowitz and Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, uh, they were they were some of your more famous jobbers. No, Bastion Booker wasn't a he. He wasn't like over, but he was he wasn't used as a jobber. He was just like a. He's also like Mike. De, he actually had a cool role in WCW when he was called Mike the Lunatic. But so my buddy,
0: who again like the Reds family, aka uh, podcast Trevor, his little brother is like obsessed with wrestling. Like goes to all the main event, like follows everything, all the He's paper. Probably reviews. a WWE
1: guy, probably.
0: Yeah, but big AEW, too. So he actually decided to – he, like, wanted to – he, like, gave it a shot after college. Like, I want to be a wrestler. I've been obsessed with this my whole life. Nice. And went and, like, trained at OVW, like, worked for a long time. Probably trained with the guy who's not there anymore, yeah. Probably – and this is probably, like, at this
1: point, 10, 11 years ago. Oh, yeah, he was – yeah, the guy he trained with is not there anymore.
0: So, like, he has his first, like, show. We all go. We're so excited about this. He comes out in my friend Danny's – he, like – took his polos, and, like cut off the sleeves. And he's like, that's my shirt, that's my golf shirt. <laughs> but he's, he's a heel. He's playing this like rich D bag golfer. whose name is Percy O'Houlihan. And it's great. <laughs> we, within five minutes of his first in ring appearance, he, they, they do the thing where like the guy like takes them, and he like slams their heads together. Yeah. He blamed it on the other guy that was his tag team partner, but they collide heads. His tooth Ooh. comes, his tooth comes flying out. He gets knocked unconscious pretty much. He's supposed to be in a Royal Rumble, a battle royale at the end of the show. He he can't go to it. That was his one wrestling experience. Five oh, minutes in, and there's a a picture like they you know they have a professional photographer. And there's a picture of it right after it happening, and you see the tooth flying like all the way out of his mouth. It's an incredible picture. Did, did he never wrestled again? That was the end of it. Never wrestled again,
1: all oh, because he lost his tooth. Yeah, that was it. I got it. He got the taste. That was all he needed. Oh come on! That, you you, you got if you really love wrestling, you don't want it. you got to do more than that. Well, you never wrestled. Well, I mean, I'm, I can't do it now. I wouldn't. I'm too out of shape. But you back, imagine you didn't back in the day. I mean, if I yeah, I mean, if I if I wanted to. I, I was in, in the wrestling in, the tw- in my twenties. I kind of faded out of wrestling in the twenties and got back into it in my late twenties. You faded out of everything in your twenties. I did. You're not <laughs> kidding about that. Seriously, that mm-hmm. I want to see
0: Trevor in the Kamala the Ugandan giant gear. Oh
1: no! <laughs> I want to see you be Papa Shango. I'd be uh, Papa Shango was terrifying. Papa Shango was sucked. Terrifying though. <laughs> that was the You know that was the uh, the
0: Godfather, right? Right. Yeah. Text uh, that I was born in the '90s and I never Charles saw White. T- I, I never saw Top Gun until this week. Do people like it ironically because it's over the top, or is it genuinely beloved uh, on its face? I think it's nostalgia. Like, it's not a great movie. It
1: it looks. I guess. I mean, it's everything Tony Scott does anyway. But I mean, if you've ever seen, I mean, he's kind of like the you know, Bruckheimer of the of the '80s, even though he makes better movies than Bruckheimer does. It's a fair comparison. Um, But yeah, it's 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 a little. It can be a little corny, but it's just a good movie in general. Yeah, it's awesome. I love Top Gun. I saw Top Gun in theaters.
0: Texas, my grandma Dennis was just asking if Mike if he was just getting it in Atlanta. What <laughs> nice throwback to yesterday's conversation. Um, no, that was also New Orleans. Was the, that was the topic of conversation. Texas, Trevor, why why do you do people do this intentionally? Just to like throw you off and like have you talk for fifteen minutes. Trevor, what are your favorite Adam Sandler movies? We've discussed this
1: before. I mean, there's only four to really talk about. There's Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, uh, Waterboy, and uh, Wedding Singer. After that, I I don't really really recognize any of them. The only... You can pick any of those four and tell me that you're favorite. I'm not going to be mad at you, but it's got to be one of those four. The Happy Gomer's my favorite. Yeah. The only, like,
0: serious role of Sandler that I like... And I haven't seen the... What was the the movie with Kevin Garnett that came out? The gem... Yeah, Uncut, gem uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I, I haven't either. Really People say know. it's, like, too intense. I, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. I don't really want to see that. Um, I liked
1: Spanglish. I thought it was good. I never got I never got around to watching it. I have heard decent things about it. Rain Over Me, maybe the worst movie I've ever seen in my yeah, time life. Yeah, I didn't like that. No, the worst one, I mean, even worse than Jack and Jill to me was Click. I hated Click. Click, was, I never saw it. Didn't have Click any in it. Click was just utterly depressing. It wasn't even funny. Like, there was not, another one that wasn't funny, but despite the name of it, was Funny People. I never saw that, but I heard it wasn't good. Nah, not very good. I. So, Rain Over Me... That's the one with uh which also has
0: Don Cheadle. Uh, yeah, Don Cheadle. I love Don Cheadle. The most amateurish, and I, I say this knowing that I'm fully an amateurish writer myself. But like the most amateur third grade writing. The main character's last name is Fine Man. Like, like <laughs> no, no, ever the lack into. of depth and, and, and oh. Let's write him a sympathetic story. Let's. Should we work at it? Should we try to make this like, like detailed and layered and make the emotional impact really good? Oh no! Let's just make it somebody who lost his family in nine eleven. Like that's <laughs> the cheapest, easiest way to like make a sympathetic character. For,
1: well, especially between two thousand one and two thousand, probably eight or two thousand five.
0: Yeah, I mean this movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think it was like oh three oh four. Yeah, he lost his wife and his, uh, his his daughters in the the twin towers. Like, okay, easiest simplest thing you could possibly do, and let's make his last name literally Fine Man. Like, awful. Could not be worse.
1: <laughs> I have seen bits and pieces of it. I don't remember watching it. Oh, I watched it and I was furious. Like, like 20 minutes in, I'm like, is this a bleeping joke? I know some would argue that maybe I didn't put Big Daddy on my list of acceptable favorite Adam Sandler. Movies. I like Big Daddy. It's okay, but it was like the... I felt like Big Daddy was like the the beginning of the end for the Adam Sandler run to me. Like, that was... You could see it, like, just fading into anger management, which was awful.
0: Yeah. I like, and, and, I everything, like
1: that and everything post that, in terms of especially comedy, have been pretty much crap. texture says, I'm 35, and I love my Foreman Grill. Also, my wife might leave me. <laughs> 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 I, everyone should have a Foreman. <laughs> married or not, you should have a Foreman Grill in your kitchen, I feel. No. Like, yeah. Do you not have a Foreman Grill in your kitchen right now? No. no. Why not? Why would I want a Foreman Grill in my kitchen? Because you want good burgers with, with, without the fat? They're not good. It's just quick that's what makes it good. If I I want a good burger, I'm going to work for it. I'm fine with just grilling it. Or I'm going to go out. No. Your burger should be like everything else in life. No. Quick, easy, and good. No, that's not, no, no. Texas, I'm 26. I still have a Foreman grill. Thank you, Texters.
0: Texas, it took me six months to come around to Trevor. Intern UK fan only had six hours. (laughs) Uh, same picture that also says, Hey, Mike, I'm tired of overpaying for sunglasses that I'm just going to lose or break in the first 30 days. Do you have any suggestions? I do. Shady Race. Use that promo code Big X, 25% off.
1: Not, not only are they going to hook you up with, 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 the, with the pair if you lose them, we're going to give you a discount on the first pair you buy. Them. Damn right,
0: 25%. Terry said, Great, Trevor just ruined pickles for me. <laughs> oh, God,
2: that's
1: a <laughs> I mean, I, just, I was trying to use something other than moving the needle or six to midnight. I mean, you got to. I respect that. A variety's a spice of life, people. Who would play Trevor in an 80s style sitcom? I mean, that's still, can I go live or dead? Yeah. I mean, alive I would think. I mean, if you don't, I mean, I guess Chris Farley's too like on the nose. Norm from Cheers? I mean, ooh, George Went that would be awesome. George Went would be a good one. I would love to have George Went play me. Uh, I feel like to now I'd get like a of stands or some crap like that. I can see George
0: Went actually being a very good. Like he would you guys have a sort of similar personalities. I mean, George John nice Goodman. cutting jib. I
1: could do a John Goodman now. I mean, he's old enough too. I mean, he's older than me obviously, but mean, Goodman's a good guy. is a big guy. I could see him doing me. I would prefer George Went though. Uh, Texas, says I'm 26. I have a George Foreman grill. It hasn't been used in four years, but you still have
0: it. Yeah. I mean, once you get out of college, that thing, why is
1: it? Why? Are you going to tell me like a, a toaster oven is not cool too? Well, no, but I mean, you're not making burgers in a toaster oven. <laughs> but I mean, it's still kind of like a We're talking meat. <laughs> yeah. meat." I, <laughs>
0: Texas, what guards do we have a shot with for men's basketball? <laughs> there we go. I mean, we just talked about this. What do you want me to say? I
1: bet we could get some guards. We gave them some, to- uh, some foreman girls out. It's our new NIL <laughs> free foreman girls at this new Denny Crumb
0: dorm. Uh, Texas, <laughs> I watched the Greg Norman at the 96 PGA take a. T- I watched Greg Norman at the 96 PGA take a tiny kid's sign as he was walking and threw it into the crowd,
1: nowhere near the kid. What an a hole. You say hey, I don't know. I would, it depends on the situation. I kind of like that attitude in golf. Uh, speaking of Norman, we were talking about the hey, 30- Norman's my man. That's, my, that's the shark, right?
0: That is the shark. Yeah. The 30 for 30 on him was great. Did you see the trailer? I retweeted it today for the upcoming 30 for 30 on Avs versus Red Wings. No. Oh, my God. That trailer was incredible. R- 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 who versus? As the was? Avalanche Red Wings, the rivalry from the 90s that was so fierce.
1: Oh, it was? I didn't realize it was so fierce. Are you kidding me? I didn't follow, I mean the only thing I knew about hockey in the nineties was was Vancouver and Bobby oh, Murray. Oh, Man, Avs, Avs Red Wings, like every like game. And the Devils. For some reason,
0: I like the New Jersey Devils in the nineties. They were like sweeping the blood off the ice, them, Mew, cheap shots. I can't believe I just shook that freaking guy's hands. Incredible. Like th that you whole... played for the the Devils, I believe. But they, he played for the Avalanche.
1: Oh, okay. I guess they, he was the big villain fun. in
0: that whole series, in that, that whole rivalry. Like it was incredible. Like uh Sergei Fedorov, um they, they actually have uh what's his name? Konstantinov, who had that terrible limo accident after they won the cup That's in nine Seven. I actually
1: do remember these names you're saying. Yeah,
0: they, they had the Russian Five, the, the Red Wings, and I
1: hated the Red Wings. And then somebody on Red Wings was like <laughs> Scotty Bowman was the manager. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, and they had, I mean they had um, who else would have been on that team? Well, no, I'm thinking Penguins. Actually, I was going to say uh, I was going to you're what? thinking of Lemieux. And- yeah, and that, that's the Penguins team. Yeah, they went back to back like Cups.
0: Yeah, that was before. Like they they dominated the first part of that decade. Then it was all Red Wings abs from like '96 through '98. Well, well, the abs didn't even get.
1: Become the Abs until what, like in the mid '90s, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: they, yeah. They went from the Nordiques and they won the, the cup almost immediately. Yep, a year later. But yeah, they had you know, Stevie Y, Chris Osgood, and then Wall on the other side.
1: I remember those names? I mean,
0: it was yeah, like, th- that rivalry was just incredible. I'm so excited for that uh, okay. for that doc. It's gonna be
1: great. I'm excited that you have a professional team that actually has uh, some winning to it. If they blow this lead, <laughs> if they blow this three-one lead, please win tonight, guys. I'm I'm begging yeah. you. If they lose tonight, I'm going to be very, very nervous. Now, they're going to play Edmonton in the conference finals. They would play Edmonton if and they did. And the, if the eastern advanced. side, we've got uh, the Panthers are still waiting, or did they advance the conference?
0: Pan- no, remember the Panthers went to the strip club the night before, and they got
1: swept by the Lightning. Oh, yeah, so the Lightning are
0: ready. The Lightning are in, and then the Hurricanes just beat the Rangers last night. I mean, we've got to
1: root for Rangers over Hurricanes, right?
0: I guess. I mean, yeah. he's, he's really, can
1: anybody root for the Hurricanes? Mean, ACC cares. people,
0: they've, they've, they've won enough. They've rigged yeah. enough. If we lose the Hurricanes
1: in the Cup Finals, I'm just I'm going to hate the ACC even I feel like more. They've been to the Cup though, haven't they recently? In the, the Hurricanes, last, yeah. I don't think they won it, but didn't they go to it? I think it was the last ten or fifteen. Sounds years? right. I want to say they made at least one. Also, I just I know they won like back to back. I don't. Know, I just can't root for Tampa Bay Lightning. I want to see them get beat. They've won two years in a row. Yeah. I know. Plus, and it's, it's just, Tampa it's Bay. Just, exactly. They don't deserve to have Augie. It's like I feel with like Carolina. Same. I mean, it just doesn't. I mean, yeah. what are we doing here? Um, Good thing the Arizona team sucks. We don't have to worry about them true i don't think i've ever seen them in the playoffs like that. i can remember the
0: hurricanes won the cup in 06 they Absolutely lost didn't. in the cup in 02
1: so they did they went to multiple including win one okay yeah, that, that's it so still
0: pretty good yeah and the lightning have won the last two uh beat the stars two years ago and the canadians last year
1: i would have rooted for the canadians i don't like the stars i either. did it was a one-sided series
0: though canadians yeah. didn't really belong there the Texas Did you guys see the video of roosevelt Winter practicing shooting threes he walks on every shot <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good stroke, though. Have you seen this video? Is, no, is it from the corner? Like, is, is, no, top of the key. <laughs> okay. he's Well, no. he's at the top of the key. We've got we've, we've got your boy. What's his name? Uh, Curry in the corner. Nailing him. We've, we've We've got we've got we've got that Ross McMahon offense coming back. See that there's our two and our three. We don't need more guards. <laughs> yeah,
0: we don't need more guards. He is practicing doing a thing that I think they would like if he can make that shot with some consistency. The like trail like where he inbounds the ball and kind of like you know walks down the court. He's the, the last man up, or if he gets the rebound and then just steps into the three like with his momentum going towards the basket. A little shovel pass from L. Ellis. If you can make that shot, a lot of teams are starting to do that a little bit more. I get why he's working on it. He's got a good jumper from the little that we saw of him last year. Not sure if he should be shooting threes, but, hey, all of our big men, they're clearly working on their outside shots. Maybe we're, maybe we're doing more of the Ross McMain's offense than we thought. That's <laughs> what it sounds like. I, I got a bunch of people texting me last night. Did you tweet year. out the video
1: of Wheeler hitting those threes?
0: It's on the news notes. It's on Clark Chronicle.
1: Uh, I scroll through Clark Chronicle news notes and I didn't see that.
0: We did mention it on yesterday's show, but I had multiple people text me last night and saying, like,
1: how's Trevor feel about Fentanyl going to BYU I mean, I think it's weird that they they're getting fentanyl in 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 Utah. You'd think it'd be the last school. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't. Got to be against the honor code. I mean, I guess you know, caffeine's so not you know welcome, but you know, crystal meth welcome, come on in.
0: Again, fentanyl not <laughs> not in crystal meth. Are you sure? I mean, it can be. They're adding it to all these other drugs. That's why okay. kids are dying. So yeah. So technically, I'm not. I'm not off. That's wrong. why they're getting all these ODs everywhere. No. First time we've ever had a hundred thousand a hundred hey, thousand overdoses in a year. Hey, but weed's bad. Very sad. Very sad um texter says you should have heard the sheriff defending louisville saying that louisville owns the uk UFL rivalry well we do
1: yeah he's not wrong yeah i mean would you need a receipt pre-pandemic last time we lost in basketball the, tw- the 2020s belonged to the university of louisville in this robbery
0: one of the roosevelts was present. i don't remember which one Her- could have been either or it was just one of our centers could have been <laughs> could have <laughs> been either one um oh, man i think it was the one in the wheelchair Texas, Have you guys discussed, discussed, uh, discussed Coach Fentanyl yet? Yeah, we just did. I hope he does well. By the way, out there, I'm rooting for him. He he sent me a nice message. I sent him a nice message just saying congrats, Coach, because he's like he was like the one coach that was kind of reached out. Piggies would like send me stuff on Twitter, but no Cahill was the one who was like he was always accommodating, and all the players little we can pull the curtain back now at this point keel fennel was easily
1: the most popular coach amongst the players last year i don't think that was two years ago I think that was kind yeah. of i mean even even someone who doesn't even remember how to pronounce his name properly knew that yeah look at the i
0: mean look at the the social media reactions the guys that the players have congratulated i think a lot of people did respect mike beguese so i think there were some people who did not I and mean, clearly there were some people who clashed with him we had stories about Malik Williams trying to fight him in practice all that stuff so but Fennel was the guy who served as sort of the advocate of all the, the on time. the staff <laughs> with uh, just like being a, a liaison for the players and he served that role before he was a full-time assistant so very well liked uh, I really really like Gale I hope he does a fantastic job at BYU I hope he gets out of BYU soon cuz it's it's weird but <laughs> yeah, I hope hey it's a good basketball program Utah's a nice state Utah's a great state they just have some weird state. people a lot, of, a lot of good mountains the weather pretty safe Texas says, "Trevor's uh, wrestling finisher in honor of Arby's would be the meat sandwich off the top rope." <laughs> I like that. The the meat splash.
1: <laughs> the baconator. I'd want I'd want to do like a kind of uh, like a well on the the theme of Hawaii. Uh, one of my favorite one of the wrestlers I like a lot is Jeff Cobb. He does a move called the Tour of the Islands, which is kind of like a rotating power slam. I'd want to do that. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that.
0: Texas says, "Crystal meth is an amphetamine. It's an upper." We've done this before. <laughs> Fentanyl is an opiate. It's a depressant. Might get married to explain to Trev. We've tried. We've we we've, we've tried. They're both bad drugs. Nobody's nobody's saying otherwise. We're just trying to say that fentanyl is not in crystal meth. Man made fentanyl. God made weed. Who do you trust? I, look, nobody is <laughs> arguing that fent, fentanyl's <laughs> terrible. There's I don't know what you're tra- who you're trying to debate on this. Nobody is taking up for fentanyl. It's killing people <laughs> all over Trevor the country. Why uh, Well, that's <laughs> fentanyl. Once again,
1: texted. I'm trying the Arby's burger today. I mean the line currently. Ooh, I mean they've been busy. They've been listening to the show. We get no love. Taking advantage of all the advertisers we're giving out. If this texter tells me they're going because they won free from DJX, I'm, I'm done. I'm blocking show, them. show's ending Text early. Line block. We're done. Hogan, uh, by the way, told me he went and got the Arby's burger because of me and said yes. I gave him the right recommendation. It was tasty. You're sending the whole city to Arby's. Have you tried it yet? No. Why not? I don't eat fast food. I don't eat Arby's that much. <laughs> I'm, I'm too good for Arby's. What do you mean you don't like Arby's? I haven't been to Arby's in, in probably seven years. And don't years. tell me you don't eat fast food because you used to come in here with McDonald's fries all the time. Just
0: fries, yeah. we will pick me
1: up. Okay. Well, I mean, what's, what do you think a burger is? A nice little snack pick me up between dinner. I have not had Arby's in a long time. I
0: I would have to make it a point. I don't eat. I eat breakfast and I eat dinner. I don't have like lunch. Okay, well, then for dinner you can get a burger from Arby's. I'm not going to get Arby's for dinner. I'm sorry. Why not? It's You're not you good for it right now. Yeah, oh, I, I've got pots. I got I got to watch what I'm eating. I can't eat big meals. Oh, what
1: are you tell you tell me? There's not salt in that Arby's burger. I need it's like sixty percent salt. I need salt, but it's got to be small meals. That's the key. Well, I'll give you that because the Arby's burger is pretty nice size. Well, you were complaining about the size the other day. Well, <laughs> continue. <laughs> he said it's not the other side, but yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, what what do I got to do to get you, get an bur- Arby's burger in your hands?
0: I don't know, Trevor. What I do know.
1: I got to do to convince you? I don't, I'm not eating an Arby's burger right now. You're getting one next week? No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm you, you are. that if you had to
0: eat an animal at the zoo in <laughs> a survival situation, which one would you pick?
1: Ostrich. Far too quick answer. Ostr- <laughs> because I had an ostrich burger once at the fair. I thought about was, this. It was good. Like I've had an ostrich I've had ostrich meat and it's So we're stuck at the
0: zoo. We're the last two people we, we, there may be some other people on Earth. I don't want to say we can repopulate the Earth together because we can't. But <laughs> we have to survive at the zoo. And there's no food. Right. The dip and dots machines are closed. Oh, no. We gotta kill animals.
1: I do love dip and dots, though. I don't oh. I mean, I, mean, I got, you have to go up to an animal we can actually kill. Yeah, obviously. I mean, we're, I mean, we're not getting a lion, a bear, a tiger. We're waiting out the rhinos and the elephants. Yeah. Have, I mean, we're going to need those to drop dead on the own. Mean, not getting, we're probably not killing a zebra. We're not getting a... Can you eat flamingos? I, yeah. I mean, I figured you can. I don't can. even know how you'd kill a flamingo. I like, mean, just grill it up, right? I mean, how do you kill it? What are you talking about? You kill, you their necks it. are so, like, wobbly. Like, can you even, like, snap a flamingo neck? Or just cut it off. With what? I don't know. Scissors where are we finding scissors well, you just we're be trapped a, at the zoo there's gotta be a knife or something somewhere right i don't know why don't we get some just get a piece of glass and break it and then just slice its neck off you're making this sound easier than i think it is <laughs> i think we'd have a hard time with this especially you and i i mean or you stab it i'm not eating the snakes i'm not eating snake no no no, no. i'm not eating bugs so no, I, I, I eat, eat bugs no, uh, I'm about to Yeah, I can't get you to go get a burger from Arby's. You're willing to eat a bug? These these are two vast. <laughs> one is normal.
0: One is apocalyptic. Like we're talking about two vastly different scenarios.
1: Think of which, an apocalyptic scene. Where is the uh, the inventory in the food court? <laughs> well, again,
0: I just said we can't get to any of the food. Oh, okay. The Dippin' Dots ice cream of the future—they're all closed. The. Uh, I don't no, even know. What we have to saying. kill it. We have to kill animals.
1: I mean, I would go after you. Got to go right after the one of the birds, yeah, I think whether so. it be an ostrich. I said ostrich just because I've, I've had ostrich burger. But I mean, yeah, you've got to you got to go after one of the because we can't get now. We can wait out for like the other. I mean, do we just wait out for them the other ones to die and then eat them? But then it's then like, you got to go quick. It's like stingy meat. I mean, the meat will be all stringy and stuff. Yeah, it's bad. I don't know. Terry says, "Why is Trevor giving any advice
0: about cooking? Also, who is cooking that steak for you, Trevor? Mom's."
2: <laughs>
1: your mom's cooking the steak Oh, she cooks it does a good job you don't form it i'm not form now come on now even i'm not forming in a grill i like to look up. between you see the look you just gave me. you're not gonna put a grill form a steak on the foreman i mean i've had one of my buddies in high school no like, no
0: like, no, no, ste- no no that's no, where you no.
1: draw the line yes come on no a foreman
0: is for burger only you're acting like you're acting like the foreman's the only way to go for a burger but it's
1: out of the realm of possibilities that you would grill a steak on I mean, that. you could put a steak on it, but no, you got to put it. No, Mormons are for burgers only. Does your mom grill a good steak? Eh, it depends on the steak. Well, you can do it yourself. I know, but Hop I'm lazy. Come on. Come I've heard on. do it it's just, you know, it's cheaper than DoorDash.
0: I'll <laughs> uh, take a break when we come
1: back more nonsense it's Memorial Day weekend we're riding into it
0: Indy 500's coming up this weekend Trevor's
1: Trevor's thrilled maybe I should have gone with uh, the other Tom Cruise movie, Days of Thunder instead of uh, Top Gun today for Days a- of for Thunder moment. would be good are you a Days of Thunder fan? Yeah, no yeah it's, it's been cultural I mean
0: yeah uh, we got <laughs> updates on two football recruits we're going to talk about after the break uh, I promise we're going to get to that more of your text as well 502-414-1450 Mike Rutherford show rolls on after this on 1450 The Big X
2: Having a moment.
0: Having a moment in the production room. Deep in thought. A lot of hand dancing.
2: A lot of
1: flying simulation, it feels like. It's also the theme for Michael Jordan in the 1988 video Superstars. Oh my god. I mean, we forgot to, I think we were bringing up uh, bands named after uh, locations. We forgot about Berlin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, Sean Moss texted in during the break He goes, nobody can say that your show is without range Avs Red Wings, to Maui, to Cahill Fennel, to Arby's Burger To cutting off a flamingo neck with scissors at the zoo <laughs> Changing faster than the weather
1: in Colorado Outstanding So what should get here, folks I mean, we've got everybody covered, right? I think we sound, All to the soundtrack of <laughs>
0: <laughs> And there's still 80 minutes left here who knows where we're going to go. Uh, there's a list that I want to get to that made me mad. I hope it makes you as mad as, as it made me, Trev. Before we do that, I promise uh, a couple of football recruiting notes. Let's get to it. Everybody's talking Uva football recruiting. There is a, uh, a player from Frederick Douglass High School in Lexington, Jamarion Harkless, who's going to visit U L on June 21st. I don't think he's committed to Kentucky. I know a lot of people thought, just assumed he was going to be a UK uh, commit, but he's announced he's coming here on june 21st i uh, would love to get him also four-star running back marquise williams out of harrisburg pennsylvania out of harrisburg pennsylvania <laughs> where's <is> he from <laughs> harrisburg pennsylvania he's down to seven schools okay. louisville notre dame Ooh. texas a&m mm. virginia tech mm. iowa yeah. minnesota Ugh. penn state boo obvious choice louisville, louisville cardinals um 5 foot 9 175 pounder We moved in Pennsylvania we get lost on the way to California Hey we take who we want these days. <laughs> he's the number twenty ba- uh number twenty running back overall in the class of twenty twenty three according to the on three rankings and the number six junior in the state of pennsylvania uh five foot nine hundred seventy five pounds obviously he's a speedster as a junior last fall he ra- rushed for a hundred uh, one thousand six hundred and ninety seven yards and twenty six touchdowns on just one hundred and seventy attempts also had thirteen catches for two hundred and seventeen yards and five more scores uh four star prospect he has a <laughs> What's his measurements? Where did you say it? It's tiny. Five nine, one seventy five. Okay, yeah. speedster. Scat back, yeah. But kind of fits with what we're what we've been doing here. Okay, and, with that. locally, no, no problem. Would love to have him. We're after all the running backs. We you know we want every top twenty running back. We may have every running back in this class. It's who we are. It's what we do. We're taking your players. Suck it. Yeah, we're running back you now. This is the new Louisville.
2: Yeah,
0: I did the the Tyson Tate thing, and they were talking. They were asking about you know Louisville and NIL, and you know with basketball, it seems like what should be one of the powerhouse programs in NIL It just seems right. And I was like, I'm not sure if you guys would follow what we're doing in football, but like we've got, you know, people keep talking about prioritizing, keeping the best players in the city of Louisville in stage for football. And I'm like, it's not as important when you're just going to California and taking the best players from right. one of the biggest producers in the entire country. We didn't know that was an option. If we'd known this was an option five years ago. Yeah. We would have talked less about losing, you know, three star Jimmy from from St. X. We would have been more excited about going out and getting, you know, the five star quarterback from California. That's a good
1: wrestling name. Three star Jimmy. Three star Jimmy. In this corner from Louisville, Kentucky, standing five foot four, one hundred and thirty two pounds. He's three star Jimmy. Three star Jimmy. <laughs> three star Jimmy. Do we, I may have asked this question before, but short term can be a pain. What? Here we go. Player from Kentucky on the football team. Or I mean, Player from California on the football team. Have we ever had one that stuck out? I'm sure we have. I just don't know. I mean, I'm sure, again, I know we've had to have players from the West Coast before. I just can't think of ever one that's ever been like, oh, yeah, what's his name was from. I mean, really? I mean, a basketball. Obviously, we can think of. Them. It's sad,
0: but the first player that came to my mind was remember when we got Jordan Campbell for like a week. He'd been at USC. He was like a big time prospect coming out of high school, no. and he like practiced for a week, and then he wasn't eligible, and he just like went back and started his own like fitness club. <laughs> <Not really>. Yeah,
1: <laughs> was a big, wow, wow, he's at the bar pretty high on that one. <laughs> it was a big difference, and also
0: another player I think who I think was from California was the um, Woody Turen. The, the he ended up getting burned on the. the Stevie got loose play. Who we? Oh yeah, former five star. Yeah, yeah. gone to USC. Well, he was JUCO, wasn't he? Yeah, he started at USC and went JUCO route because he, he like failed out of school. Came here and was not very good for a year. Uh, played uh, briefly with the Bears though in the NFL. Wow, I mean, again, he got cracked. We're setting that bar pretty
1: damn low right now for this upcoming class. I'm sure I'm forgetting one. I'm sure there has been one at some point. I mean, in I know that. And I know I there know. has been. Yeah, but n- none that really you rememberably go. Oh yeah, that guy was from. And not even just California in general, just the West Coast. I mean even the Nevada, Arizona, I mean Washington, you know, I mean I don't think we'll really have much impact there in, in the football side of things. No. Chris Taylor Yamanoha, right now, is from California.
0: Is he on the football team? Yeah. He was a three star wide receiver coming out of high school.
2: Okay. That's
0: about it. I didn't even know he's he I don't think he's here anymore, he but he me. was. <laughs> he was at one point. Okay. <laughs> The latest D1Baseball.com projection for the NCAA tournament has Louisville as the tournament's number 10 overall seed. Nice. That means we would not be hosting a super regional if we advanced, and the other team that we would be paired against uh, would advance, which in this bracket would be the seventh seed, who would be Miami. So. I mean, we're
1: we're destined to speak Miami at least once, right?
0: Yeah. Our region, in, in case you're interested in this projection, our two seed is Oklahoma State. Our three-seat is Ole Miss, and our four-seat is Ball State. So there you go. Uh, Texture says, when is the NCAA tournament selection show for uh, baseball? Three. Monday at noon. Selection Monday. I think it's it's usually on ESPN. I'm assuming it'll be on ESPN again this year. That's when you'll find out where level's playing. We assume it'll be at Jim Patterson, but more importantly, who's going to be in this regional, and what our overall seed is.
1: But, good to watch on a holiday afternoon.
0: Yeah, but it seems plausible that we probably cost ourselves a top-eight seed this week in in Charlotte mm. by losing both the games. Our RPI dipped to 18. I don't know where it is right now. and it was 18 for a period yesterday after the Georgia Tech loss. It seems... Tough to to claw back up there in the top eight if that's your RPI, um, unless they just give you the the program nod. Or but, People ahead of us just keep losing too. Yeah, which now they they played
1: too deeply. Yeah. UK lost, I know, at like one a.m. last night. Oh, did they? No, I guess that that dream it ends. Right now. Well,
0: it's double elimination now.
1: Oh, so they can lose again? Well, yeah, they they now they have to win out. Ah, they yeah. lost to LSU. Um, I'm sure that was, that was a fun little dream thinking you were gonna make the tournament, but but that, they
0: played yeah. early. I don't know if they won today. Well, they they won. They beat uh, Vandy today. Oh really? Yeah, 5 to 1.
1: Well, that makes me think Vandy's not that No, good.
0: I take it back. Their lead- <laughs> details are scarce.
1: I mean, get yeah, I they I'm are just on leading- a roller coaster of this story well, let right me now. talk.
0: They are leading Vanderbilt 5 to 1 after 6 innings. Okay. They're playing right now. There you go. Final answer? Yeah. <laughs> hey, if they beat Vandy and knock him down to a 3 seed, keep him out of our
1: region. Good. I went from oh, their dream is over. Well, oh, it's a double shot. Oh, well, they got one more game. Oh, will they beat Vandy? Wow, well, they're leading Vandy. Let's be real. They're, unless they win this tournament, I think their dream is pretty much. over. I'm pretty much sure. Yeah.
0: Texas. Speaking of uh, Texas A and M. Did we ever get TK's thoughts on Jimbo Saban, especially since Trevor has a hatred of Fisher? We, you kind of touched on it, but it was it was like five days after the fact. When, I mean, when you was, finally
1: came back, here. it was like watching like two people like 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 the slap fight. You know, like yeah, I'm just trying to picture like doing doing this like two two nerds just fighting is what like trying to do the the. But you hate Jimbo more like, than Saban, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Jimbo just annoys me. I I, I don't know why. I think it's just that he just gets them, annoys me that people are, like think he's so good and he's I just think he sucks and he's i mean we got a national championship and then he's left Florida state he's high and dry he's two-faced which makes you know him trying to act all high oh, and mighty sure. on his on his pedestal in this situation so much more ironic and hilarious i think i texted you in on the show you know when when it, you were talking about it which the one thing that cracked me up was when, in his defense, he's like, you know, he used Bobby Bowden of all people. I know, like, listen, so good. And I know, I know, I learned had, what and, not to do from Bobby Bowden, and <laughs> what to do. I'm like, really? And I say, Bobby Bowden was a good human being. That's you know, that that's side. I mean, we we all seen we are Marshall. We, you know, that story supposedly one hundred percent true, but not a beacon of integrity. But when it comes to yeah, when it comes to, like not cheating, he clearly had no problem with cheating and. To use them as an example of, like, this is who I learned from, it's like, really? I mean, okay, I mean... it's like Those two, it does feel like the hypocrisy bowl. It's almost like they have a private...
0: Like, they're still actually friends, and they're behind closed doors. They're like, who can say the most outrageous thing with a straight face? Nick Saban saying, we've got to get parody in college football because we've had it forever, and this is going to cost us parody. Or Jimbo Fisher talking about... He's a narcissist. I'm not. Even though I called a press conference just to talk to you guys about how this guy's a narcissist, (laughs) and also Bobby Bowden taught me everything I need to know about being a good by the book guy. We we do things the right way. Like they just keep
1: one upping each other. I was a little surprised Fisher like came at him the way he did in this press conference. Oh, I was shocked. Like I mean, it's great theater. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. I was. I'm amazed he was so offended by it too. Like I don't know why he would be. So upset because, and I get, you know, Saban made, you know, a very childish, you know, tongue in cheek comment, you know, not maybe not thinking it was going to get picked up while, my mainstream, which I don't know how you don't say anything not thinking it was going to exactly. get up mainstream if you're Saban. but, you know, and he came off looking bitter because he didn't get the number one recruiting class, God forbid. But again, again, also, we're talking about Texas, no matter who the coaches are, we're talking about Alabama and Texas AM, two programs who notoriously have been just crooked as crooked can be. I mean, what's in the Pony Express? Didn't uh, Dickerson say that Texas A&M was referred to as just ATM? Everybody's back known in that. the '80s because they would just hand out cash left and
0: right. And like, it's also it's it's a non thing anymore because with NIL, I mean, isn't every player, just about every player, I would assume, in every major program recruiting class. Paid like they—they like, they paid for all their players. I'm like—I'm pretty sure every player that you're going to sign this season is going to have an nil deal yeah. of some sort. Is going to get something. The backup out of this. punter's got an
1: nil deal.
0: We're going to give shy our new long snapper an nil deal. And if we don't, I'm going to give him something. Oh, we're going to at least
1: put him and give him a record deal. This guy's going to change the program. This guy's—he's <laughs> taken over. He's—I'm all—I'm all in. I'm all in. And then I, yeah, and then to the throw in just the, like the, the cherry on top, you got you got Deion Sanders jumping in there like yo man I'm. I'm running a clean program here at Jackson State with my five-star players. Like, come on. And eating the players out. Uh, if I had a million dollars, why is my mom still living in a three-bedroom house? I mean, th- probably because she's living in a three-bedroom house.
0: Texas says, going back to yesterday, Trevor, um, as far as your argument about events to attend, you can sit in grandstands under a canopy at golf tournaments and stay on the same hole so you don't actually have to walk. You could just heckle players that hit bad approach shots into the 18 green or some other hole. I'm down with that. Texas says, yeah, the sheriff was driving Drew mad with all of his UK arguments. So, I can't read that. Come, you almost got me. <laughs> oh, I wonder what that could have said about Drew. Almost got me. <laughs> that was, I'm tipping my cat. That was clever. That was good. Like you did reason. a good job, not quite good enough. <laughs> uh, Texas every time Trevor says, I can see him doing me, I lose it. <laughs> What did I say? When you were talking about who could play you in the eighties? Oh, <laughs> all it reminds me is the uh, the the Barkley on the TNT when he's like when a guy's banging, banging. you, <laughs> he's just when, he, when he's banging you. Those are the worst guys, and you just have to spit off him, and he's just like, oh, come on, because he's everybody just dying laughing. He's not lying as a big guy. You hate when the guys are
1: banging on you. Just, when,
0: a guy, when, a, when a guy's banging on you and just banging you up from the back, you guys spin
1: off him. It's so good. <laughs> I, I, I watched that. But during that thread, I went back to the
0: one like seven times and just laughed every single – it's just a reaction. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's always – it's usually especially the uh, – Oh, well, there's some of the older ones with Weber on there too, but like usually Shaq's the one that Shaq's get. the one because the Bar- Weber loses it the one when he asks him about it. He ever bought a, wa- a woman a watch? He said, "Why? There's a clock on a stove." <laughs>
0: the but like the the one that I'm talking about, like Barkley, you can tell he realizes what he's saying about half, but he tries to keep it together in like a straight face and like like spin it off real quick, and then he just notices that everybody else is dying, and then he just has to be like, "Come on, guys, come on."
1: It's so good. And those are just the ones that, I mean, just every day you watch it, Anytime you watch the show, just on random night. It's or, great. It's,
0: oh, it's so good. The fact that, like, uh, I mean, Adam Lefko will text me sometimes from there. Them now, like after. The fact that is a part of that, I've never been more jealous of anybody. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. I've never seen him on there, though. He's on there. He's on a couple of the clips that they showed, actually. Okay. In that, uh, in that thread. Oh, that's
1: right. He's one of the, he's, of the, he's doing the, he's totally filling in for Ernie on one of them, isn't he, I Yeah. Think? Yeah.
0: He, it's kind of the, the role that he fills. He also was doing stuff with um on the NCAA tournament. he was talking about Jim Nance got mad. <laughs> he's texting me, he's like, I actually I probably shouldn't say this. Jim, oh, oh no, you're too late now. Jim Nance got mad at him about something when he was like throwing it to him because he like didn't he like used his first name instead of saying like his full name because Nance is you know, he's God. He's like he's like don't act like we're for I was like, Oh my god. That's
2: that's he p- perfectly he on brand. He's like,
0: We're gonna take it down and he's like Jim's down there and he was like he's like, Don't refer to me informally. Like I know you're new to this or something. And I was like that's my vision of gym dance is has been correct my entire life that's exactly who I envision That's him as. weird
1: cuz gymnastics you think would be okay like you don't no, Jim Nance is a douche. So so Jim so Jim Nance is kinda like the uh, the Don Johnson character in Tin Cup. Very uppity. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect like, example. Like he, everybody He's got lo- his
0: own he has his own Vineyard Vines clothing line, Trevor. Like everybody
1: that's, loves him on the camera. Once the camera's off, he hates old people and dogs. I think that's I don't think anybody really loves him on the camera either. He's just very obnoxious. Really? I never got I always thought Jim Nance was loved. Hello friends. I mean, yeah, he says hello friends.
0: Texas wasn't Cole Catini from Cali. That's that's probably good. Was he? But okay. he was I think he was a JUCO too.
2: Well it doesn't matter as long as I you know if,
0: cow, we're, if we're you know. talking about how we haven't gone into like California and like gotten recruits before.
1: But he was he was definitely in California. One. Then again 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 we're not setting the bar real high when we're saying our long snappers the so. It's the best, the best thing we've gotten from California. Well, Colexine is not a long snapper; he's a tight end. He was tight end slash long snapper, wasn't he? No, did he long snap too? No, he was just
0: a tight end. He got no. drafted. He was, yeah, he was Pittsburgh, right? Uh, I think he was with the Forty honors for a little bit, Tom. Oh. I uh, thought he long snapped too. I apologize. No, uh, Texas. Whoever played Hodor in Game of Thrones could play Trevor. Yeah, we've done that before. That guy's like a DJ. He is. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Texas TJ took a shot at you when a text came across that you got the day before. It was talking about Wagner being silently committed to UK and UofL not knowing if they can recruit DJ. They said the text made
1: you scared or something. Made me scared? I'm not scared of nobody. I don't even know what they're talking about. I'm scared of spiders, but I'm not scared, was, scared of people. No, I think it was, it's about me. Oh, uh, okay.
0: I don't even know. I mean, yeah, we, we've talked about how the whole like UofL not knowing if they can actively recruit him. We mentioned that
1: on air. I talked about it on Tyson Tate today. Yeah. How did they yeah. go by the way overall? It's good. It's fun. It's always fun. Is they were really nice to you? Yeah, always, right. always. I don't have nice. to beat anybody up or anything. Love them both. Great guys. You might mean to
0: you. I'll take them out. Texas. Since we are recruiting California now, we need a home and home series with UCLA. I'd be game for that. I'd be up for it. Yeah, basketball or football, both. Why not both? Maybe USC instead too. I feel like we ne- we've never played USC in anything. I can't
1: remember ever. Playing. Yeah. I mean, football definitely no, but they're one of those programs we just haven't played in anything. I mean, we haven't played UCLA in basketball since I mean Denny Crum. And but Crum. I st- uh, you remember Crum, those games? Yeah, yeah. And Crum would get them because you know was UCLA, but. Yeah, I can't think of, I mean, whether schools on the West Coast have we ever actually played? played Oregon State a few years ago. In we football. did. Oh, God. That didn't work. Oh, and we, played, well, and we played Oregon in basketball. Basketball a couple times. That it, didn't work. That out did well. not go great. No, that, that did not go well. No, one of those games was one it of went, the bigger ass beatings it, I remember. It went well for Fred Jones. God like, God. He, I think he got drafted by the Pacers off that game alone. That was terrible. That back dunk he did on us? I, remember, I think Joey Harrington was like in the student section too leading it. I'm like, this is, this is low. This is bad. Now, the football one went, went okay because we blew him out to one game, but then we got beat him in the second. Oregon State, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And we split with him. We did, we, and we played them close. The year we lost, I mean, we I, blew them out the year when we had Petrino, but when we got back to the home and the home part on theirs was when we had right. Adam Froman was Froman, was like, Roman, yeah. It was that first well, that year. was not that, was, that the game he fumbled like at the goal line? Yeah, we, we made it
0: close. I yeah. watched that a BW threes in uh, Columbus because we went to Ohio State game. It was the game that I went to where the, the Ohio mascot tackled Brutus the Buckeye, <laughs> and it was great. And we had to like make sure before ahead of time, like, can we find anywhere that's showing the Louisville game? And uh, this, this like the bartender, the, the guy who was like waiting on us, like, ended up cheering for Louisville because we were so drunk and so like into the game. And then after the fumble happens, he's like slowly walked away. I
1: was like, come back, Carl. It's funny because the first Oregon State game, the blowout one uh, i watched in a uh in the bottom of a dorm room in indiana nice i was Listen. at the game i went to well i went actually went, that was the same day as the last ever iu uk game and uh, i was dating somebody went to iu at the time and she, had, she got us ticket, so we went to the game nice but, texas, we, but we had to watch the oregon state louisville game and before we went to that i mean
0: texas good. trevor it's also easier to sneak and smoke butt joints on a golf course <laughs>
1: well i mean on a golf course why do i need a butt joint uh, Taylor we used to play Long Beach State, the dirtbags in baseball and men's basketball. We did play them in basketball not too long ago, yeah. Patino, because that was when they had. Uh, what? Because I went. I went to actually went to that game as a press credential. Is that
0: when Casper Ware was there? Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Exactly. We shut them down. Uh, their coach is uh, your boy from uh, Gonzaga. Used to Munson. be uh, Dan Monson. He's, he was there, when we played him. He was. Yeah. I don't think he's there anymore. Oh, he's not. Okay. Um, we also we I mean we play all those Big West teams in the super regionals that beat us year after year. Yeah, I mean, we and we obviously Washington obviously in, in the tournament run. Yeah, in '05, so. beat their ass. Yeah, well, I don't think we ever played Washington State. No, we almost did. They played.
0: They played North Carolina in 08 in the Sweet 16, the year that we ended up losing to Carolina. Did they? Yeah, I don't remember that. I can't remember until they beat. Because I remember we did the when we went to the game, we were doing the old school like the let's go Cougars because we wanted huh. to beat I North remember Carolina. That. It was Tony Bennett
1: was the coach. I think it was his last year before he left for Virginia. Okay, uh, okay. Clay Thompson was on the team. Well, he wasn't a senior, but because I think they, yeah, but he was a bit on the team. They were pretty his good. senior year. They got beat. I think I remember they got beat, like upset in the conference tournament. If I remember right, I don't remember. But, but they were you know, b- But we have not played them in anything. And we played. Uh, no, we played Gonzaga. Played Arizona. But Gonzaga before Gonzaga was cool. Right, the year after they became cool. It was the yeah. The, it was the year after their their big run. Yeah, they yeah. beat us in a 10-7 game. I'll
0: never remember, never forget that it was the only upset by seed of the entire day oh, great and they were like shocking and they were like not really an upset but the only i was like oh my god this is embarrassing the rashad brooks wedgie at the end of the
1: game <laughs> had to laugh had to laugh it was great uh, arizona we played arizona state i don't remember playing we played them in football one time in the 90s i know that because i think i want to say i went i was it was a home game right. but we put during i mean early um snowberger days like marty Lowe quarterback days we played, we, played, we played Arizona State we played Texas. We definitely played them. You're right. I remember year. that. Uh, basketball, I can't remember playing them anytime soon, though. I don't either. Outside that, I mean, well, you know, we, we did play a few times in the 90s. Yeah, not we, a Pac-12 team. Because we played, well, I'm thinking West Coast in general. I mean, we
0: played them recently, too. They beat
1: us on New Year's Eve uh, one year, like in 08 or, or nine. I was just thinking of the uh, Eric, was it Eric Gray was his name, with Spoonhauer team. Because that, that was one of the first times he wore the black jerseys out there we played them uh, back in like 93 i want to say. We have played Arizona
0: State 3 times in football. Okay. Beat them twice, lost to them once. Last time being We beat that we played them actually 3 back to back to back years, 92 to 94.
1: Okay, so it wasn't okay, yeah.
0: We lost to them the first game in 92, 19 to nothing, beat them 35-17 a year later and then beat them
1: 25-22 the year after that. I feel like i went to one of those games. That was at Old Cardinal Stadium. Yeah.
0: Did Trevor go to those games? We'll think about that. We'll come back. We'll start the 5
1: o'clock hour with that. If someone was there with me, I, I want to say I would have gone with my buddy Adam Masterson because he had season tickets. Adam, let us know. We'll we take a yeah. break. When we come
0: back, uh, Trevor will break down the Indy 500 that's coming your way next here in the 5 o'clock hour. The Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 The Big X. Take
2: my Like grief falls in your finger You're trying hard not to show it But baby, baby, I know it You lost that love Do
0: you ever think the Righteous Brothers got pissed this song became like more synonymous with Top Guns than them?
1: Uh, no, I mean, they probably made a killing off of it, right? Probably. They're still alive as the time. I was going to say, that's the other question. <laughs> I mean, they've got to be. Yeah, they were like... I mean, I'm looking at the album cover right here. I mean, they couldn't have been that old. Because that's a 60s song. Yeah. I think if anybody's mad, it should be um, the dude who took the mic right after. Uh, uh, what well, I think it was. Uh, I think it was uh, sundown. And I say sundown because I think that was his call sign on to- Top Gun. Um, the black dude. He took the he took the mic right after like uh, Tom Cruise got done, and he finished the song, but the camera pans away from it. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah, I mean, I want to hear the rest of the song.
0: Wright brothers, by the way, still alive.
1: <laughs> still existing. Are they actually brothers?
0: Um, originally, yes.
1: Originally? What do you mean? How can one like, get divorced? A duo originally formed by Bill Medley. Well, no, I take it back. Well, Bill Medley was the guy did, uh... Yeah, and Bobby Hatfield. Oh, so they're not real brothers. Now comprising Medley and Bucky Hurd. Hold on, wait a second. So, Bill Medley is one of the two righteous brothers? Yes. Bill Medley's white? Bill Medley is white. Huh. I did not know that. Blue-eyed
0: soul and country. I don't know why I always thought Bill Milley was black. His bass, <laughs> well, it sounds like it, doesn't it? I mean, I just always assumed he was. He is noted for his bass baritone voice, exemplified in such songs as You've Lost That Loving Feeling. Yeah. Also, Unchained Melody. Yeah, he's, I
1: mean, yeah, Bill oh. Man. Love. This guy just churned out hits from nineties movies. <laughs> well, Top Gun was eighties, but so was Ghost. Okay, yeah, true. Yeah. Ghost was Let's, late eighties. Top Gun was eighty six, right? Yeah, and Ghost was like eighty nine, I think. So it just turned out late eighties songs. <laughs> late eighties <80s> movie <laughs> songs. Did you like Ghost? Um I think it gets a bad rap. I think I watched it as a kid and haven't seen it since. Like I feel like it gets a bad rap as like this like over like two emotional chick flick type movie. And it's not that bad. Because like, I think people just see it and they think, they think of just that one scene with Unchained Medley and the, and the, the pot, the pot pottery, scene, yeah, yeah the, the pot, not the pot, it's the pottery, pot scenes a different ghost movie, and uh, but it's actually, it's not a horrible movie,
0: it's not, I liked it. Is there a more horrifying scene in a romantic film than like the demons from hell dragging somebody away the Oh, the dude's
1: like, so cheesy looking too, by the well, way. Well,
0: yeah, but also like, like that, well, that guy's gone to he's, he's in hell right now, he's being tortured for yeah. eternity.
1: That's pretty creepy. We see that on on screen. Whoopi it's Goldberg. a real thing that Whoopi happens. Will Goldberg's a nice little comedic. Uh... She's good in that movie.
0: Yeah, she's bit, yeah, she's good. Anyways, welcome back into my brother show. <laughs> Five o'clock hour. Hopefully, your Memorial Day weekend's off to a good start. This Clearly, we've already we've already started ours. It's Memorial Day weekend. You got a long weekend. It's the weather's gonna be nice. You got good sports on. It's gonna be fantastic. We're all excited about this. You're grilling. You're not using a foreman grill like Trevor, or having your mom grill steaks like Trevor, or. <laughs> I don't see what's wrong with any of these
1: things. What else do you have on tap this weekend? By the way, uh, oh, it's oh, oh, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a hyped weekend in the Kelsey Manor. Are you gonna watch all of Stranger Things? I'm gonna I'm gonna well, I can't because I mean, can you? I mean, the stupidest release ways to do a show. Like first of all, I'm not a fan of the release half now, half later. Anything. I'm not either. I think it's just dumb. I don't I don't know if there's a a method to the madness of doing it. I, I don't know, but it's stupid if there is. And Stranger Things, what they're doing is they're releasing the first seven episodes, I guess, to, or now they're they're out, and then in five weeks they're releasing the last two. I don't like that at all. It's so dumb. Don't I'm not a fan of this. So, um, but yes, this weekend we'll probably be. Um, yeah, I'll probably end up watching Stranger Things season four. I'm going to finish season three tonight or start and finish season three tonight probably. Um, and then God, you're an animal. I, <laughs> Yeah, I am. And then uh just don't eat me at the zoo. And then I'm gonna watch you know, I'll probably watch season four tomorrow and get it going. And then Sunday night is, you know, big AEW night. A lot of wrestling on my- Oh, I got wrestling tonight. Rampage is live from Vegas, so I'll have that a little bit tonight as well. It's only an hour long show, so it's not too bad.
0: Can I tell you Alright, if you if you're a Stranger Things fan and you for whatever reason have not watched the end of season three or you want to start the show at some point turn this off for like a minute okay i'm gonna watch season four i'm gonna watch
1: you've seen up to season three right yeah i've got an issue with the way that season three ended well i don't have an issue with it ended but i have an issue with what they're gonna do in season four which we already know
0: yeah i just I, i really i hate this trend of hey we're killing off a one of the major characters and it's so emotional and so but at the end like wink He's probably not really dead. It just it, it nullifies all the buildup. Like we watched all that for nothing. It drives me crazy. And they they make it so clear at the end of the the last episode of season three that Hopper's not really dead, and you know he's going to come back. Oh, you see him It in,
1: drives me crazy. He's he's all over the trailer for season four, so it's not like then you're, you're just
0: spinning the wheels. Like you, you I you, you give me you you just hit the reset button, and all that we just went through for the last whatever episodes in this particular storyline was for nothing. What's well, the John
1: Snow effect too? I mean, exactly. Dude, and I'm sure there's other examples. I mean, you can go back to maybe like I don't know, like Dallas, where they, you know, that you killed. That's the big one. You killed uh, just a dream, Patrick Duffy, and it's he turns out it's just a dream. Yeah, a strangest dream. <laughs> <laughs> you think of the Family Guy scene. Yeah. That's, that's how you know it is. It? No, I, 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 everybody knows. But yeah, but it's, it's, it's very pop, Yeah, it's very famous uh, trope, I guess you could say. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's maybe a trope because I don't know if it's used that often. But when it is, yes, I, I hated it. Uh, the John Snow one annoyed me. Um, really annoyed me. And I was in a weird butt with that one because I was watching like I I was so far I was streaming like the first five or six seasons in a row and then started watching it. So it went from him dying to right right away he's back to me. I didn't have like a whole like off season of like is he is or is he not. And it's I know, just it's just lazy storytelling. And it is, and I know I guess you can claim in the books that's how it was for, for the Game of Thrones example. But for this example on Stranger Things, I have had this same beef for the last I guess three years now. Cause we've been waiting three years for the yeah, show to a come long out. Time. And while I don't want to see Hopper dead, because I love I mean, how do you not love Hopper? He's the best. He's awesome. But, yeah, if you're going to kill him off, have some... Yeah. I mean... Either pack an emotional punch, earm up the kids, have
0: some balls and do it, yeah. or just don't do it at all. Exactly. Either pack an emotional punch and just take it, or be better at writing stories and don't just do something lazy to that's a shameless tug at the heartstrings and then oh never mind you're gonna be happy about this because we just we were spinning our wheels we did nothing
1: now, we accomplished nothing. And now I know maybe someone could, who's maybe could come at me and go, well, Trevor, they already did this in season one too with Eleven, and where you thought maybe she died, you know. I don't think anybody would really have thought she died when she killed Demogorgon the Demogorgon. We thought she was just kind of like going away. Yeah, she just, yeah, we don't, no one thought she actually died. And you, obviously she didn't. She just fell into the upside down. Right. Because of it. And, but yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the hopper, I'm curious of how they're going to write it. But it's, yeah, I'm already can tell you I'm going into it slightly negative. Like he, with may his as well just, he may as well have just like looked at the camera and winked at the end and been like, hey, see you next season. I mean, like, I mean, it was just so, uh, <laughs> like, I watched, I was mad the entire time. I mean, he blew up.
0: Yeah. I, was, I mean, how
1: are they going to say just he felt he did the same thing was like 11? He went back. And he, but then, how does he end up in in Russia or Siberia, wherever he is? I mean, I guess I'll try to explain it. Also, it's going to be weird seeing how old these kids are because it has been now three years. Well, I saw they did like an Esquire
0: story on. Have you seen the trail? I mean, they look old. I know. They did an Esquire story on the. Uh, the kid who's the where's the trucker hat whatever I can't Dustin. remember. His, I can't remember his real name in the
1: the actor's name. Oh, well, it's just you're, you're talking about the kid with the teeth issue, right. D- That's Dustin.
0: He yeah. was like you know they all were, were small in the season one, but he was like the smallest, cutest one, right? Yeah, yeah. And like now the, the the cover image is him like lying down like giving the middle finger to the camera, and he's talking about how he's moving into an apartment with his girlfriend. I'm like, well, I don't
1: I don't like this at all. <laughs> you're supposed to be ten years old forever. I mean, they showed. I mean, I know they were getting obviously older at in the season three. But, I mean, when you, I mean. They're, they're adults now. They're at that age, though. I mean, one year, a, it makes a huge difference in the way a, a kid looks. For sure. I mean, they can just boom in one year like you like you wouldn't believe anybody has kids. And, you, I mean, you'll you'll see it soon enough when, when yours get older. Already. But, uh, yeah, I mean, even now. But, I mean, yeah, it's just so weird. Like, seeing the trailer and seeing, like, Lucas has, like, a. He looks like Kid in Play. He's got the big box cut. He's playing basketball. Then they show the quick image of, like, Dustin you mentioned. In the stands, and he just looks almost weird how much older he looks. And I didn't expect him to stay young forever, but it's just because there's such a big gap. And in the storyline, it's only supposed to be like a a six months from the last time it happened. Yeah. These kids don't look like they're six months away. No. They look like they they are three years removed. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I'm going to still watch it. I'm still being somewhat positive, but I guess this is the second to last season. I'm feeling like, I don't know. Oh, this was the last one. No, I guess they are doing five. They've signed up to do five full. This is going to be like, yeah. Okay. I'm hoping this doesn't jump the shark big time. It could, they they are flirting with not landing the ship. I mean, cause, is it me or did it feel like a little bit of a shark jumping in the third one? It did. I mean, not completely. Like, it, I, I still want to see season four. But, like, it felt like it started to, you started to get that feeling like, okay, let's the like, Same with Cobra Kai. Like I, I, I couldn't wait for this last season to come out, but by the end of it, like they teased one more season coming, and by the end of this last season of Cobra Kai, I'm thinking I was ready to just wrap this up now. Yeah. Like I don't, I watched the last season that's coming up, but like I'm, let's let's get it done. Let's let's wrap it up now. Let's we're let's go on overkill. Um, a Texas sends in this tweet, and this is we're actually going to talk about sports.
0: A little left turn here. Um, uh, we were mentioning Louisville baseball. The rough week in Charlotte. They go zero and two in pool play. Pitching certainly let them down against Georgia Tech. It was not fantastic against Pitt either. But Kendall Rogers, uh, Texture sends in this tweet from him who covers college baseball for D1. I know he is. He says, my annual reminder that if you think your team season is finished because of a conference tournament showing, take a deep breath. Mississippi State was run-ruled twice in Hoover last year in their only SEC tournament games, and they ended up winning the national title. It goes back to the, the point nice. that Matt Sivkovic made at the beginning of the week. louisville has been in the College World Series five times. In those five postseasons, they went a combined five and nine in a conference tournament. So not saying it's a good thing that Louisville did not look good in either of its conference tournament games, just saying it might not be the end of the world. The team that they've been the last few weeks is probably more indicative of who they're going to be
1: in their regional than the team that we saw in Charlotte the last two games. Is that a sign of just teams that are like your better teams just don't give two bloops about the conference tournament? I've been saying it. I mean, I can't say that they don't try because I, I don't think that's. But you're not going to throw like say. your number one pitcher seven or eight innings.
0: You're probably only going to throw them a few. Like you're, you're going to make sure that you limit your pitch count. You might play some guys in game two who you think maybe could play spot roles in regionals or super yeah. regionals, but you wouldn't ordinarily start if it was a hey, this is winner take all end of the season type deal. I think that it's there's absolutely that type of mindset, and we had I don't know why that is. Well, we had McDonald on the radio a couple of times, and like. I remember I asked him a question. It was one of the years, it was one of the years where they had Brennan McKay and they were clearly going to be a top 4 national seed. Like it was a done deal. Like they didn't have to do anything in their conference tournament to yeah. really better themselves. And I asked him kind of like, you know, what's the motivation and all this stuff? And I expected him to give a canned answer talking about, you know, you take every game seriously, you want to win every game. And he more or less, just kind of said like, yeah, we don't. Sometimes we don't care about the conference tournaments. Sometimes you, it's better if you don't advance deeper. Like, there's something to be said for playing as few games before you've got a grueling regional and then a super regional on top of that in back-to-back weeks. He's like, yeah. He's like, y- you obviously want to win, and you're, you know, you're gonna go out there, but you might do things differently than you would if this was, hey, we've got to win this thing to even get into the NCAA tournament. He's like, I- I'm freely willing to admit that. So yeah. it's the way it is. I mean, because. Look, it's a a different postseason than any other sport. You're going to have to play more games. I mean, you might have to play in four days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday next week. You could potentially play five games. And you're going to need as many fresh arms as possible. You're going to need as many fresh legs as possible. And if you've played four games in in five days the weekend before, that's not exactly the best possible way to set up for that situation.
1: If you feel it's not going to benefit you in terms of seeding for winning, then I, I don't see wh- wh- why you would. I mean,
0: now Louisville clearly they they stood to gain something this week in Charlotte. They, they yeah, stood to be a, a top eight seed, which would guarantee them hosting a super regional if they advanced out of the regional. But like you're not going to sacrifice that for potentially putting yourself in a position where your chance of advancing just out of the regional period is weakened. Like that that's the yeah. primary focus. That's what you're going to do. You want to win those those three games, four games if you have to, to get out of regional play, and you want to be best suited to be at 100% on Friday or whenever this thing starts.
1: Did you ever go to Omaha to watch this in the World Series?
0: I didn't. I almost went the first year in no. i I'm setup. amazed
1: you have that. Dude, I would think that would be something you would have had checked off your uh, – that box would have been checked in the Russell I room. know. I, there have been a couple of times where I've been close. We've had like, you know, we, we both, family
0: vacations pop up at the same time and just stuff like that. It's It's been – yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd love to go at some point. We've both
1: done the little Final Four. You Were you there in 12 and 13 or just I was one? there in 12 and 13. Okay, as was I. Um, 12 is fan, under media. Uh we we both i guess were at least in a BCS bowl whether it be the, I was at Orange yeah yeah I was at Sugar mm-hmm. um I guess I mean yeah I guess the College World Series is the only one really left I I'd mean, love to go you always, I would I would I would like to do it Everybody who goes just raves about the experience cuz Omaha
0: really impresses I me mean, I've been it. I've been to
1: Omaha which is I mean not great. Yeah, you know but
0: the whole st- it's like a fest it's like their derby yeah. festival. Like even if they don't care, even if Nebraska's not playing or they don't have a team that they root for, like everybody goes to the little outside areas, everybody goes to the games and just picks mm. a team to root for. Like they just
1: they embrace it. It's a cool thing. Um we I'll- should do that. So put put that down right next to uh, our Maui. Maui trip, yeah. Yeah. I, I so much so I even looked at Maui tickets on on, on the on the breaks. <laughs> not cheap. No no no, not cheap, but not too expensive. Yeah. I think if we could I, I could outdoor dash a little bit and Hey, we are bringing in some new sponsors. You bring in some new. We bring in some new sponsors. We've already
0: brought in some new sponsors. We're feeling good. We're taking some sponsors from some other people. We're feeling good
1: about it. We sell your name to you know rivals. Buy you to do the promo videos for people. Like Auburn will pay you to do an Alabama promo video just to. to I did do a
0: Father's Day cameo today, so there's there's an extra fifteen bucks. Put it in the fund. We're good. Let's talk about this list. I
1: need to get on Cameo.
0: Let's talk about this list from uh, Isaac Trotter of 24-7 Sports. Oh, yeah. This is a classic off-season list just to generate conversation, and it works. We're talking about it here on Friday, May 27th. Is this what's going to piss me off? It pissed me off, so it should piss you off. All right. He ranks the top 25 college basketball coaches going into next season. Very vague, very general, very lazy idea, but nonetheless. Very May. Yeah, very, (laughs) very May. It's so shoneys. Um <laughs> My problem with the list starts with this. He's got so he has Rick Pitino on the
1: list. Okay, that's. I don't think that's crazy out of top twenty-five. Right.
0: I mean, he's got Rick Pitino at twenty-three. <laughs> if you're, are we just talking about like current state? Like exactly. If this is like a power ranking of programs, then okay. But if you're ranking the best coaches in the sport. You can't have Rick Pitino outside the top ten. This is a guy who many, many, many people who cover college basketball and have done so for decades will tell you is maybe the best X's and O's coach to ever do this. They, You've got him behind Jim Laranega, like one spot behind Jim Laranega. No disrespect to Coach L, Rick Pitino could and— and has coach circles around Jim Laranega. Yeah. Greg guard of Wisconsin is 21. Rick Barnes of Tennessee is 20. Couldn't get Kevin Durant out of the second round. Are you bleeping me? You will never let that go. I mean, come on. <laughs> you what are we doing here? He's got Jawan Howard at 18.
1: I've never heard you say Rick Barnes and not out of the first round with Kevin Durant. It's, hard, same, it's a hard thing same, to get over. Again, the same sentence ever with you. He's got Brad
0: Underwood at 17.
1: Okay. He's I'm, got Mick
0: Cronin at 16. Seven spots ahead of Rick Pitino. Mick Cronin is a seven spots better coach
1: than Rick Pitino. No, no. Mick Cronin, Mick Cronin isn't seven spots better than Rick Pitino Rick Pitino was dead. Get out of my face Rick Pitino with this. corpse would outcoach live Mick Cronin. I promise you. Here's the one that bugs me the most. Dude, we can Bernie's version with him. He's still out Are you ready to really blow
0: up? At number 10, John Shire from Duke.
1: <laughs> He's never coached a game. He's never the coached game. the game. <laughs> And yet he's 13 spots ahead of an uh, active Hall of Famer. I'm assuming, I'm assuming Herbert uh, Hubert Douglas is number one because this is his only year he went to a championship game. Who Who's number one? Hubert Douglas or Hubert Davis. Hubert <laughs> Douglas. First it was Herbert Douglas, then it was Hubert Douglas.
0: Then we got to Herbert. <laughs> yeah, we landed it. We got there. Uh, Who's I, Hubert Douglas? About Herbert Douglas, I think, was somebody, wasn't he? I mean Harry is Douglas. A, is that a football player?
1: That was Hubert Douglas. I don't think it's anybody.
0: Put it on the calendar. Is this going to come up a LinkedIn page? Herbert Douglas was an Olympian.
1: Uh, yeah, that's had to be how I Long jumper. That's oh, how. Yeah. That's know, how I knew him. You know me, yeah. Long jumping history. I got. I had all the trading cards. He's 100
0: years old. <laughs> is he really? <laughs> Literally, 100 years old. March 9th, 1922. It because you old.
1: said Frederick Douglas earlier. Herbert <laughs> Douglas.
0: Here's what he has to say about John Shire. This is how he justifies this just unjustifiable decision. I can only assume Hold it's, on. it's
1: the same as Rick
0: James. He says, look, I get it shire does not have a single win on his resume yet he's still ranked above some coaches with hundreds of wins under their belt it's not a bias towards duke either i guess this guy has some ties to duke if he has to point that out but the most important job in college basketball is talent acquisition this guy's a terrible he's leaving out words in every sentence i'm I'm fixing this for him and shire putting together the number one ranked class of 2022 speaks volumes about his potential shire is going to undoubtedly run into pitfalls but he's set up for so much success at duke Shire could have easily been successful at whatever he chose in life. He picked coaching one of the premier brands in the country. The Duke job matters to Shire. He's going to invest everything he can into it. Odds are in his favor that Shire is going to dominate. A year from now, Shire being ranked in the top number 10 could be too low, if we're being completely honest. This is the most fallacious paragraph I've ever read in my entire This guy has to be a Dookie. Does
1: this guy have, like, a poster of John Shire above his bed? Unbelie- I mean, unbelievable. I mean, he's <laughs> set to dominate. He hasn't coached a freaking game. I love how he basically says – he tells you why there's absolutely no reason to have the guy in the top 10, let alone top 25, and yet then still just – He's got Hubert Davis at number nine. (laughs) Because they beat
0: Duke, right? (laughs) Who do you think he has at number one? Best coach in college basketball right now. I
1: don't know. Tad Boyle. Stop disparaging (laughs) Tad Boyle on this show. I just like saying the name Tad Boyle. I love Tad Boyle. I just like saying his name. Um – uh, Indiana, no, uh <laughs> Mike Woodson, he got he got Trace Jackson Davis to come back. He must be a genius. Shaheen Holloway. <laughs> I mean, maybe a uh, Bruce Pearl. No, he's got him at fourteen.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> Still too high. Still too high. Pearl is behind John Shire and Davis alone as a. Well, joke. that is ridiculous. I mean, he's
0: got Bill Self at number one. The, the laziest possible thing you could ask. the national I, I was gonna
1: say. I guess I could have gone with a guy that did win a national title. Yeah.
0: Um, he's got Calipari at number two.
1: Odd timing to have him that high, but okay. I mean, this list just sounds like the a who's who of who he wants to suck up to to get, to get, become friends with. Scott
0: Drew at three. Mark Few at four. Tom Izzo at five. <coughs> <clears throat> overrated. Number six, Tony Bennett. Number seven, Eric Musselman. Number eight, Calvin Sampson. And then Davis and Shire. I mean, Shire could not be more of an outlier. Are you kidding me? What if he... What well, this guy coached this year and wins ten games.
1: They go to <laughs> eleven. <Yeah>. They'll <laughs> I mean, drop him to sixteen. Just hasn't gotten his guys in there yet. I mean, this. Is, yeah, this is the laziest. This sounds like a list like you ask like a twelve year old to put together. This guy might be twelve. Like this is like a a, a pure fanboy novice watcher of college basketball list put together of of, of coaches. And
0: like I love. Randy Bennett of St. Mary's, but he's got him on the list of twenty four. If you're like, I mean, I could, I could see him
1: being in the bottom of the top twenty five, maybe. I
0: can't too, but like, also it, the way that the list is laid out, there's no way to like. He's all over the place. If well, you're talking about, is, yeah. if you're talking about like current snapshot of where we are right now in college basketball, maybe. If you're talking about like just best coaches overall, you can't have Patino at twenty three.
1: No, Patino's top ten.
0: He's not got to be. He's an active Hall of Famer. He might be the greatest coach of all time. Yeah,
1: you cannot I mean, have him at twenty three right now. I mean, you can't even. It's hard to even argue him outside the top ten. With him at Iona now, when his only year there, or I guess it's not second year, but he's won since he's been there. Yeah, won more than Iona's won since Jeff Rulin was a player there. Well, not really. Well, yeah. When's the last time they've been this? I mean, they had the one the Tim Cluish years. Trevor, ago. they went to the tournament like seven years in a row.
0: Yeah, Tim Cluish years. Yeah, no, like uh, like into Patino's tenure, they've won. The oh, Ma- did they? have won the MAAC. I think nine of the last eleven years. Well, They're- no
1: one hell knew that. <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: they go to the tournament pretty much every year. They almost beat. A, uh, they well, uh, didn't
1: he take over for Cluish
0: or not? Who? Patino. Uh, he walked away. I think there was one guy in between them. Cluess left in the middle of the season because he had health
1: problems. It oh, was? Okay. I
0: knew yeah. he was successful there. I knew that. Yeah, he, he's been killing it there for a long time. Yeah, I knew he was. They I also didn't. made it one year as an at-large. Uh, they played BYU in that first four. Because they were fun to watch with him because they
1: played that real fast oh, up sure. and down. Yeah. They still— did had that point— What was that point guard's name that was really good? Hold on.
0: Fun fact. Largest comeback in the history of the NCAA tournament, because it, it almost got tied this year in the Baylor-North Carolina game, was Iona in the play-in game against BYU— uh, when they led by 25 and then blew it because they played that style, they just like refused to stop going. Oh, yeah. But he is a, he, he did a good job there. And Patino then took over, went to the tournament the first year, and then won the regular season by like five
1: games this year, but got knocked off in the tournament. Tra Tra, I'm, I'm, that's Trey. Is it T R A? Yeah, That's Trey. Uh, he was the guy in between who had a losing record, by the way. And yeah, they went to four straight tournaments under Clueless before he got there. Yeah, and then it wasn't like they were. They went to six of eight though. E for yeah yeah, yeah. they went to the, they missed they missed two. and they went to the nit both years because they won the conference uh, regular Scott Machado I was that was gonna drive me nuts I was like what was the name of that point guard because yeah he, he was fun to watch they had a bunch of great dudes he played the NBA slightly big time
0: offense um, yeah. this is a, a good question from Texter. It says speaking of Patino only coach to win you know take two different programs to the national title who could be next on that list and I'm trying to think.
1: Like, the the, six, pre, what
0: was it again? The says, well, will we see a coach soon equal Patino to be the only coach to to bring two different programs to win a national title, because Patino did it at UK and U of L. He's nobody else has ever done that.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. Like,
0: right now, we've only got like five coaches that have won national championships that are active head coaches, and I I think they're all at the programs where they won them. So it's not even possible right now, is it? Am I am I missing somebody?"
1: I mean, Cal, I don't see going to another bat- college basketball program. Scott Drew, I feel like I don't see probably him. not. I don't see him doing it as well. Jay Wright's gone. I mean, self maybe if something happens in Kansas and he has to leave and he wants to resurface somewhere else. I don't think that's happening. I mean, why could I mean if they somehow want to get rid of him for whatever reason I don't know. I, just, I I don't see him walking away if for some reason Kansas says we need you yet to go. I mean, no one probably started the end of patino winning the way it did abruptly, the way it did. So I mean I, you never say never. Um I mean, bring Kevin Ollie back. That, that show cost is gone. He won his lawsuit. It's not going to be Izzo. Izzo's not going anywhere. I mean, it's, I, I can't think of anybody. Tony Bennett, if he goes anywhere, is going to be the pros, I think. I agree. And the same, the same goes for
0: Cal as well. Um, so there's nobody. Like, there's nobody out there that's won a national title that is
1: an active head coach yeah, at a different program. They currently has, yeah. I mean, it could happen again down the road. Yeah, they'd have to leave. Like Bayheim's um, the only other one. Like Musselman, maybe if he wins at Arkansas, then goes somewhere else. I mean, yeah. So we would just be taking wild stabs and shots. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all I can do. Yeah, because in terms of current championship holders, then no, they're all the same place and they're all old. And the ones that aren't old, probably I don't, I just don't foresee going anywhere like cut Drew. Pasino, keep that title for a while.
2: Yeah.
1: Don't even bring you up the transfer.
0: Texas. What about Billy D? Well, he's not. I don't think he's coming back to college. I don't see. Yeah. Apparently, he just like apparently Billy Donovan. He took the NBA thing as sort of a which is a smart move. Like like obviously he was torn on the decisions and when he went to the NBA he's like, I can do this for a few years, see how I like it, and if I wanna come back to college, like I'm God. Like like every program's falling over themselves for me, I'll make a huge amount of money. And then he got to the NBA and apparently Billy Donovan just tells everybody he's like I don't know why I didn't do this a long time ago. Like this is this is way more fun. I don't have to spend my summers talking to like sixteen year old kids. Um, you know, the, as long as you manage the players well enough, it's fine. Like I think Billy Donovan just wants to stay in the NBA until like every team kicks him out. Like he, I don't think he wants to
1: come back to college at all. Well, then Hardy he got a nice. He got, he got to walk into the Oklahoma City situation yeah. instead of going out. And then Orlando, it blew up. Instead of the Orlando one, he originally, remember, he's Orlando's coach for like a half an hour. They had the, the graphic out there. Oh, the graphic, they had the press conference scheduled. And then everybody's like, well, now he's going to go to Kentucky. Nope, just going back to Florida. It is, yeah, I just, just <laughs> completely did, uh, I mean, he did, he did to them what uh, Belichick did to uh, the Jets. Yeah, for sure. People forget that, too. Texas says Pacino might be the greatest coach of all time. Quit the show. I mean, it's argue, you could argue he's probably the greatest of all time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm saying that there are people who will tell you that I'm not you saying you have to agree sport. with me, but if you can't tell me you can't make an argument for it, then you're yeah. just stubborn. Yeah, people, You can definitely sure. argue it. There are people who cover the
0: sport nationally who will have, have and will continue to make that case. Yeah. Texas says, Chris Holtman could win a national championship at Ohio State and at Kentucky when Cal leaves.
1: Again, that's, but that's us just throwing yeah, out. It. Yeah, that, And also, that's he's going dang... to have to get out of the second
0: round if he wants that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't been doing yet. And what if Jay Wright comes back somewhere? If Jay Wright comes back somewhere, it's going to be in the NBA. You think, so
1: I can't imagine him coming back anyway. I think yeah. it's happening. I'll the put that NBA? down.
0: In four years, Jay Wright will be in the NBA, Coach. All right. I'm putting that down. I think a better Write it to, down, May 27. I think we may have a better chance of Kevin show showing back up somewhere. <laughs> no, not in the NBA. Uh, this guy's very mad about this. No one says he's the greatest. Shut up. No one, really? And then he says he's
1: won title, and it's both words are misspelled. I'm assuming you think Cal- I'm assuming Calipari is the greatest of this guy.
0: Yeah, and didn't have Final Fours at Memphis or UMass, right? No, nope, no, nope. it works. Technically, yeah. did not. Those games didn't happen. Yeah,
1: and, and by the way, I mean, and I guess even can you take away like the win totals from Kentucky too in like, all time because of him? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't count. Nothing counts. None of it's good.
0: <laughs> uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap the show. We've got uh, Foreman Grill questions for Trevor. Um, people, I'll take one. People also have very serious thoughts on Stranger Things. We'll get to that. And your Memorial Day weekend plans with Trevor coming up after the break. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on Friday, here on 1450
2: The Big X. I love it. you lost oh, love. Lost
1: that love
0: You it was going to be. You did the, the right thing. Yeah. It's the It'll right decision. It'll be
1: either this or the, or the Top Gun theme. But I, I'd be better. Used, I'd use that. Yeah, because some people, I guess, would think this. If you I think somebody Top Gun theme, they probably think this song, right? I think this is more synonymous with Top Gun than the actual theme. Yeah.
2: When, when people you, think Top you Gun. you hear
0: the theme, though, I just kind of. Well, you think about it. But I think when you think Top Gun, people will immediately start being like, way to the. Let's that's, think that's this song before they think of the actual
1: theme. Would they put the song ahead of Berlin, though, and take your breath away? Yes. Okay. This I, I think this is the defining song of Top Gun. I'm not going to argue that. I think all of them have, have a debate, though, on, on what's the most memorable song from the movie. They do. I, I think this is the winner, though.
0: It's Top Gun weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend. By the way, if you're hitting the road, make sure and you need to fill up the car. You're probably going to have to. Stop at one of the uh, 65,637 area Thornton's locations. They got the best deals on gas. They're going to try to gouge you this weekend. Thornton's won't let them. Download the Refreshing Rewards app. It's going to save you money at the pump and money inside if you have to stop for a quick little pick me up or some road trip snacks. Again, Thornton's, this Memorial Day weekend, hit them up, save some money. Get on your way. Drive safely. And then text us on the Thornton Sex Line. Once you're out of the car at 502-414-1450, and while you're in the car, if the sun is beating down on you, you're blinded a little bit, grab your Shady Ray sunglasses. And if you don't have Shady Ray sunglasses, what the hell are you doing?
1: That's what Top Guns wears now. Maverick switched to Shady Rays. That's, you didn't know that?
0: It's the polarized. He yeah. saved 25% when he went to ShadyRays.com by using the promo code BIGX. And Maverick actually had them fall out of that fighter, fighter plane at one point, and he freaked out. I lost my Shady Rays glasses. He contacts his Shady Rays people via email, and they say, no problem. You lose those glasses in the first 30 days. We send you a pair for free.
1: Got him back. Now he's flying high again. ShadyRays.com. He got the glasses goose lost. Didn't get goose back, but got the glasses back. Okay. That, that, that took a dark turn. I wonder if there's – are we going to have another, like, co-pilot death in the new one, I wonder? I, I don't know. I mean, are you think they're going to be, like, really derivative in that way? And, like, just, just completely, like, rip off the first – I mean, not that that's a bad thing because – I've seen people say I'm not gonna say it. I don't want to uh. because 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 I've, I've 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 admitted in and saying that the Force Awaken is I mean almost just a I, I mean I'm a almost complete rip off of the original you know New Hope in '77 but yet you know as I've also said you don't reason to reinvent the wheel sometimes just what works works right I mean, yeah but also come on I mean it has some it, it has some it wasn't to a T I mean they they had some switching to it but
0: the guy who said the that... the premise um, was the same the, the guy who said that. He went to Arby's to try the burger today because the show. Oh, yeah. How'd it go? He's got a recap.
1: Oh, well, let's, let's hear it. Wow. It's very
0: simple. Very straightforward. Not bad for a fast food burger. That's his recap. You went stronger than that. I think it's better than not bad. You guys aren't telling me on this. I mean, I'm just... You're going to eat a... Texas says, Mike's Arby's is now Trevor's salad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had Arby's
1: before. I, don't, I, I like Arby's. I just haven't been in a long time. God's my witness. I'm going to have... You, you're going to eat a Wagyu burger. I mean, I will. It's just I don't, I, I can't the eat Wagyu, I go or Wagyu. Wagyu,
0: Wagyu, Wagyu, Wagyu. Uh, Texas. I'm heading to Vegas. Ooh, this is rapid rally. I'm heading to Vegas for the AEW pay per view. Oh yeah, buddy. I question Trevor's fandom for
1: missing this event in Sin City. I, I'll be honest with you. I wanted to go, and I considered going. It wasn't the price of tickets that like deterred me. It was the Cost of hotels in Vegas this weekend, mm. and like getting—I mean, you it, good luck finding a hotel that isn't like, you know, one step below where Clark and cousin Eddie went to get his money back. You know that it doesn't cost like six hundred dollars a night right now. Like it's outrageous the prices this weekend. Because I and I wanted to stay at like Mandalay Bay where they're having it at because they're right there. Um, it's not like they're not having the main event at the Death Star, but they're having it at T-Mobile Arena, which is basically uh. connected to Mandalay Bay. And mainly, bay rooms like the cheapest rooms are like five, six, seven hundred dollars. It's ridiculous.
0: Texas, Michael, which, which are you more excited about this weekend, Indy five hundred or Monaco Grand Prix? Are you ready for a hot Formula One take? Yeah, forty-five seconds. I got as much time as I want. No,
1: no, no. I've got. To, I can mute you over here. It's if the I Mike like. Rutherford show. But it's TK on the board.
0: <laughs> I think as a fan of F one, I understand the historical importance of Monaco. I love, I think the visuals are great. It's cool that they drive through the town. I love having the yachts on the the side. As a race, it's boring. It's like no passing. Nobody passes. Qualifying determines who wins. Like whoever is on the pole wins this race every year, as long as they get off to a decent start. Gotta be on the pole. Indy 500. I'm still probably more than F1 overall. Like, any 500 is the only Indy race that I watch. I don't care about these drivers. Roman Groschen's the only one that I, I kind of care about because he was in F1 before. Scott Dixon's back. Helio Castroneves will probably win. It was cool. I was right there when Helio did the Spider Man thing climbing the, the fence last year. Oh, like, you were? I, I was right there. Like, right at the right fence there? Climb. Right there. It was awesome. You were
1: you were in the arena?
0: Well, yeah, I was at Indy, oh, I was that's at the awesome. Indy 500. Did oh, you was, see him do it? Yeah, I've got videos. It was right there. It's incredible. Spider Man, Helio, the crowd's chanting. Elio, Elio, Elio is awesome. Do you Very drink cool. milk? They all drink milk. They all drink milk. Except for that one D-bag who did, like, I want the orange juice that one year in, like, the 90s. What a D-bag. Was it Emerson Fittipaldi? Who was it?
1: That dude should have never been invited back to the Indy 500 ever. Why is it milk, by the way? <sighs> Good question. I don't know. I mean, I think that would be, like, an obvious answer to some, a question to somebody who, like, knows the Indy 500 history.
0: I just remember it was a big... Yeah, it was Emerson Fittipaldi. I gotta, of all the things to remember, it was 93. I remember it was a big... because he. Indy always escaped him, and then he was like, "Give me! The, I don't want the milk. I want the orange juice. I want the orange juice. And it was like a huge deal because he didn't drink And then he had to drink it later by himself. They're like, you have to drink the milk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a huge deal. Did you Google why it's milk? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just curious. I was like, that would be like, is it just, I, I, when did the Indy 500 start? Go. Here you
0: go. Celebrating an Indy 500 win with milk dates back to 1933 when Louis Meyer enjoyed a glass of buttermilk after winning his second Indy 500. Meyer's mother had always told him that the best thing to drink on a hot day was buttermilk. In 1936, when Meyer won again, he sipped his milk from a large glass bottle instead of a glass. An executive at what was then the Milk Foundation was so excited when he saw the photo uh, in the next day's newspaper that he vowed to make the bottle of milk an Indy 500 staple. And the tradition was repeated the next few years, took a brief hiatus from 1946 to 1955, I guess that was you know post war World War II celebration. We didn't care about milk as much. I don't know. Yeah, I would say it was
1: post war. Yeah, the war was over in nineteen. Oh when did yeah forty four right? Milk yeah.
0: was, again, even back then, contractual deals because milk was no longer offered at the Speedway, so they didn't have the winner drink it. The winner has had an ice cold bottle of milk every year since then. Today, all thirty three drivers are pulled before the race, asking their preference of whole, two percent, or fat free milk. Power listed uh, no preference for his victory last year, and no one has been able to confirm what variety was given to him. What would you go with? Two percent.
1: Big boy. Yeah, I'm not drinking that skim milk. You I know, drink skim. Only sociopaths drink skim I milk. I grew up
0: drinking two percent. I made the move. It tastes same to is me disgusting. now. Disgusting. It's like people who drink a Diet Coke, who move to Diet Coke it's and then like, try to drink regular Coke and they're like, it's too heavy. It's like
1: smoking an ultra light. It's just no it's, it's just no. No. O- only only like sociopaths and I don't need drink j- skim milk. Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't
0: need your milk judgment right now.
1: I'm starting to. I'm starting to get. I mean, this might be our last show between this and your refusal to eat a. a, a it's Arby's a good thing ass. we have a long weekend. I mean, we need this we three need an extra days. day apart. We need
0: this three days right now. The meat mountain is a secret, real secret menu item in Arby's. I can't do the meat mountain. That's not. That's just that picture. Somebody sent a picture. It it's, looks it's disgusting. Dis, yeah, it looks disgusting. Yeah, that's. Ross sent this in. Look at that. He got he actually got the meat mountain. That's too big.
1: Oh, that's. I mean, because it's got like tenders and. That's every, too much meat. It is no. Now, don't get me wrong. I do love me the big Montana, the half pound. Or it's a one full pound of roast beef, which is a huge sandwich. But yeah, beyond that, yeah, all those meats together is just nah. Ugh.
0: Text says UK players and coaches getting in trouble by cops. Players ineligible to transfer in, and us finding about all about it. Uh, when did I miss when the Louisville-based media cops and compliance officers switched places with the rival city school? We haven't talked about any of that stuff. The so the the Alabama wide receiver transfer. Did you see his Instagram like story post last yesterday? Mm, what
1: Alabama? Oh, you oh, talking about the uh, Coker guy?
0: Yeah, the kid who's not coming anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So he gets on IG. Like all these reports are out there that like he's no longer coming. We don't know what happened. And like he posts on IG and he's like, I didn't I didn't realize that everybody decommitted for me. What's going on? And then like the next post, he's like, Oh, I just talked to the UK. I guess I'm not coming there. I really wanted to come play for them. I guess he didn't meet their admitted standards, and now he's not going to come. And then you've got when all the UK
1: have standards. I, I like how,
0: how bad. Like, can we get this guy like now? What? what?
1: I mean, what, what is what is he like slinging crack or something? I, I mean, don't know what's, what's he, going <laughs> on,
0: but he's like, oh well, I'll be fine. And then you've got all these rumors out there that Chris Rodriguez maybe kicked off the team now. His dad's tweeting out like, "Be careful" or something like that today. It's it's all. Weird. And then how mummy out of nowhere, boom, arrested in Lexington. Boy,
1: how mummy? I saw that picture. He didn't look good. That is not. <gasps> Talk about the I saw, and, and the thing was, was when I saw the article and the picture, like it's near the bottom of, like you scroll down, like the pictures, like the very last thing in the article. I, I honestly thought it was one of those pictures, like to like one of those like clickbait articles. Like you see at the, at the remember, he, every newspaper article has always got those pictures, like see this hot girl. And uh, she's doing like the little clickbait right. stuff. That's what I thought his picture was too. I was like, no way. That's how mummy. Well, the weird thing uh, is, like so moved, man,
0: the, st- the story that I saw earlier from uh, one of the Lexington news stations, they said police officers responded to the hotel that Mummy was staying at for a report of a, quote, disorderly female re-f- refusing to pay a bar bill. Yes. Did they think that was how Mummy? Did they think he was a woman? <laughs> and then he got physical with the cops when they arrested
1: him. I, I don't want to, like, assume anything, but I think how Mummy was trying to pick himself up a little uh, lady of the night at the bar. Well, I mean, I like that you say I don't want to assume anything, and then you just make
0: a gigantic <laughs> assumption.
1: I mean, I'm just saying he's a little hammered. He's at a hotel bar. You know, that's a good that's a good place to find him. According to SBU, especially. You know, I, I you know I think I think there was I think there was something a little shady going on there. He appeared in court Friday afternoon. There's nothing wrong with that. Hal. more power to you,
0: buddy. Pleaded guilty to the two misdemeanor charges against him. He was credited with time served, and the judge waived Mummy's court costs. Of course, he did. Um, well,
1: I mean, it just—he just got too drunk in public. I mean, this is nothing really to be. This happens to the best of us. I mean, getting physical with
0: cops doesn't, though.
1: Well, if you're too hammered again, that comes between too drunk in public.
0: Yeah. Some people don't get away with that.
1: Uh, they well, I mean, this is nothing. Yeah, I mean, nothing. You shouldn't be. Just you should obviously. It's a first offense. As long as it's not like your third or second or third.
0: Do NCA violations count? <laughs> Uh, takes <laughs> how Why is he still in Lexington, by the way? Would that was my question. Yeah. I, I didn't know if he was or if this was like a new thing or if he's just in town for the weekend or what's going on, but I don't know. Uh, Texas, how mummy doing his Nick Nolte impersonation? He does, in that <laughs> picture, look a lot <laughs> That's like That's a Nick good Nolte. call. Yeah. I didn't
1: think about that. Yeah, he does have a Nick Nolte
0: look. Very similar. Yeah. Do, I, I guess, like does everybody who coached at UK or UofL? have to move back to Lexington or Louisville. Like, like John L. is back. back back. Guy (laughs) Morris.
1: Uh, I know Rich Brooks, for a period, was back there. He's living out, like, in the farm. Now He's, like, like out in the prairie or whatever. I live for Rich Brooks tweets. Because I love it when he retweets his granddaughter, who's, like, the worst rapper ever. Like, he'll retweet, like, her rap videos and stuff. It's incredible. It's hilarious. Just to think Rich Brooks, like, Mr. Like, too tight around the collar, is is tweeting out rap videos. And then he's just like, great day to make, like, a... 65
0: I'm on the front nine of the golf course. Like, had some two birdies today. I'm like, God, I love you, Rich. <laughs> I, I, I could never hate you. He's the tubby's with the football. says Mike would try an Arby's meat. Would you try an Arby's meatloaf sandwich? No. I don't like, I hate meatloaf. Wait a minute, Arby's doesn't have a meatloaf sandwich. I know, but they're just, they're talking about my hatred of meatloaf. Oh, yeah, you do hate meatloaf for some reason. Would I do it to, like, get Louisville out of the NCAA crosshairs or win national titles? Of course. Without thought. But Trevor won't eat a salad. For the someone, someone
1: tagged me on Facebook yesterday. It was a great tag. It was, it was like most memes. It was like, if you see me in public eating a salad, call the cops. I have been held hostage. That's you.
0: Yeah. Texas, being the DePaul basketball fan that you are, where do you think Max Struss of Miami Heat ranks among the all-time? You've asked this question before, and I think you must just not have heard when we addressed it.
1: I didn't hear the question a little bit. Yeah.
0: Best DePaul basketball players of all time. Where's Max Struss uh, Oh uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, you have asked this because I remember it. Yeah,
0: because then you went right to George Mikan.
1: Yeah, if you're talking greatest— I mean, if we're being legit, it's Mark Aguirre or, or George and I don't mm. know if there's really— Max Russ is killing it. Yeah.
0: Can we congratulate also, uh, with the Warriors winning last night, Damian Lee, going to the NBA yep. Finals. Yep. Congrats Again. to him. Former radio show co-host of mine. We hosted a show together. He was fantastic. We've got your back, Damian. Not as good as you. We've got your back.
1: <laughs> Not yeah. as good as me. Well, I think that's yeah, probably true.
0: Never forget. we We had your back. Except we didn't. <laughs> which, do you think Damian Lee? Which which ring do you think he puts on his dominant hand if he wins the NBA championship? The NBA championship ring or the Champions of Life ring that we gave him for not being able
1: to play in the ACC or NCAA? i thought you were going to say the wedding ring he got for marrying Steph's sister. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I would say the Champions of Life ring. Yeah, you got to go. That's on the left yeah. hand. Right hand NBA finals left, ring. Left is the ring finger hand, right? Yeah, left is the that's the dominant. It's so where okay. you put the big boy. Why is it always left? Because most people are right handed, though. Because you want it out of the way if you're right hand. Good call. Yeah. That's right. So if you're left handed, you wear it on your right. Yeah. Is that is that how it works? I, mean, I would assume so. Okay. I've never worn. Although ring. I think everybody just puts it on the left. I don't think
0: I've ever worn a ring in my life. I hadn't until I got the writing ring. I got the smallest cheapest one i could possibly get now i don't feel it anymore how much how much would you give if Damian lee after winning the nba championship is like this is the second proudest moment of my career i take it back to senior night louisville
1: (laughs) this is the greatest moment since mick patino honored me with the with this ring right here
0: we lost by 13
1: to virginia but i (laughs) i was given this ring Drank right up there with uh, when Larry when Larry Bird won the title with the Celtics. He's like the only place I'd rather be is French Lick. And everybody's like, (laughs) "Yay!" Do we clap for that? Texas. How does Trevor afford Arby's and Netflix? I don't leave. I don't go anywhere. I don't have a life. (laughs) Yes, you do. I'm 42 years old, living in a house that I own. I, I don't. Yeah, I. I'm. I'm good. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have a relationship, so I don't have to like have money being sucked out of me for to like go to fancy dinners and vacations and stuff like that. I mean... Texas, I'm three episodes into Stranger... uh, Season four of Stranger Things and it's real good. Okay. That makes me feel better.
0: Yeah, no spoilers. Texas, last five minutes of Ozark is garbage. I still haven't watched it.
1: Despite your Walter White... Dead. He's dead. Died. I mean, is it a spoiler if I give you what I thought about the last of Ozark? No, you can tell me. I already know what happens. You think you do? Um... I, I did find it disappointing. I, I, I hate because some people are like, oh, what'd you think? And I'm like, I don't really want to say because when I say it, it was kind of a letdown. I feel like I see a lot of it. I, I, I feel like it's, it's a partial. That's almost like a spoiler, right? To say this. It plants keep, a seed in your brain. You, it you, does. Go, you
0: go in with lowered expectations.
1: Even, or even, even, the, even to go the complete opposite of way and be like, oh, it's awesome. I feel like that's not fair to do to somebody. I mean, you should just say, just, I just tell them, watch it. I mean, I, I come do. back to me when you're watching, and we'll, we'll we'll break it down. But
0: I hate when friends are like,
1: well, what part are you on? And I'm like, this, and they're like, oh, just wait. And I'm like, well, don't tell well, me don't that. Well, like, do don't do that, yeah. Now, I will ask what part you're on, but I won't say, like, oh, just wait. I mean, I just want to know what part you're on. So if something happened, you know, in episode one or two, we can maybe talk about that, you know. Like, we watched um, way back in the day, we watched that
0: Downton Abbey show, and I was into it for a while, and then it kind of fell off a cliff. But like, one of my friends who
1: watched it, <laughs> how do you take, drop a bombshell like how you're a downtown Abbey fan at five, seven minutes left in this show? It was, it was not bad for a I mean, while. I'm, Lord, I promise, so mean, buried in the Friday night news trump right
0: here. <laughs> but like, one of my friends who also watched the show was like, What's going on with uh, I can't remember the girl's name, like the- she was, she was accused. I had a crush on her. She was great. She's, okay. like, she's Like, what's going on with Kate then? And like, I had this like worried look on her, on her, face, and I was like, well, now I just assume she dies at some point. And sure enough, like, like five episodes later, I'm like, I haven't seen it either.
1: Come on, dude. Right
0: when she's giving birth, I'm like, well, they're dropping a lot of hints now. It's pretty obvious to see. Like, she ain't making it through this
1: childbirth. I'm telling you that right Can't you now. Can starts start singing? Lightning crashes. <laughs> the angel <laughs> opens the eyes. Pale blue covered eyes. Isn't there a new Downtown Abbey coming out? They down- had like movies and stuff. I keep saying I keep wanting to try not to say downtown. It's downtown Abbey. Yeah. yeah, they had a movie. Mary watched it. I didn't watch it. I know my aunt. There's another was, one coming out. My yeah. aunt went. Uh, we had my aunt was in town for like one family birthday or something, and like her and my mom and my other aunts all went to the. They were so excited to go see it. No, yeah. but I thought there was a news. There is. Okay, yeah, there's
0: new one coming out. You're not gonna watch it? No, I I watched like two seasons. And, it's like, British, right? Yeah, like all like the major. They started. It was so like. In England, like, you signed contracts to be on shows for, I think, like, three years. And then a lot of people after those three years are over, if a show's popular, like, they're just going to bounce. And so they started, they started having to, like, kill off all of these characters in lazy just fashions because they were leaving. And, like, when one of the main guys died, it was like... Everything's perfect in our life. And he's going for a drive. Like, oh no. Like Toons is the driving cat. Like, drives off the road and he's dead. I'm cat. like, I'm out. I'm done. Like, this is you're killing off everybody because they're going on to bigger things. It's just ruining the show.
1: I'm the complete opposite of Stuart Griffin. The the British accent kind of does the turn on for me on women. I, I like, like it. it. I think yeah, I think it's kinda hot.
0: I'm good with it. Um, do you see Monty Montgomery? I know we're up against the end of the show here. He has an NIL deal with Coyle Chevrolet. Love that. Good and also him. He had a knee injury. We've kind of just glossed over this, assuming that he's going to be fully healthy for next season. It's no small thing if he isn't, because he is, has had the potential to be the best player on defense last year, and he should be one of the best defensive players this year. Uh, he says that he should be fully cleared from his knee injury as soon as next week. Big well, time
1: news as we get ready for fall camp. Yeah, you need that, because without CJ Avery, Avery obviously being gone completely, I mean, he is going to be I mean, penciled in just right now as the leader of that defense. Yeah, Yasir Abdullah would be up there. True, true, but I I, I, just, I don't know. I Me, mean, I'm old school. I look at that middle as kind of that leader still for sure.
0: I mean, he's 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 going middle to play middle linebacker a huge role. safety
1: type. You know, uh, that, that being the, the quarterback of the defense. Uh,
0: and also, we didn't. Have, I meant to get into this earlier. The there was a column from the a uh, writer in West Lafayette about how the Jeff Brom delivered talk. That, a, yeah, it was a good story. I read that, yeah.
1: And like they. I don't know. He didn't really say anything that wasn't dirty.
0: No, and I'll give props to everybody involved. They're kind of like, I mean, we get it. Like, we know why it's not going to go away. We know why Jeff's yeah. not going to say anything. Like, you know, that was one quote from a four-hour talk where he said very nice things about Purdue and how he wants to stay there and all that stuff. But, like, the, the writer at the end is basically like, it will end one day. Louisville will call, and the timing will be right. Like, they, like they're just, They've just they resigned themselves to when Louisville wants to get Jeff Brom at some point in the future, yeah, he's going to go to Which Louisville.
1: is weird because at the halfway point of it, he, he kind of made it sound like they, they weren't going to get him. They're like, he, he, he teased with being there, but he's a wet slot yet for now. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and that's the whole
0: thing. Yeah, The whole thing was basically like, yeah, he'll be our coach until he isn't. Uh, tonight, we got Heat Celtics. Uh, Celtics looking to end the series. They're eight-point favorites at home. Who you got, Trev? Celtics win, but don't cover. I, oh man, I kind of think I, I'm with you. I think Celtics win. It's very close. Though. That's a lot of points.
1: Eight and a half points is a lot of points the NBA to give, especially at this point in the season.
0: Uh, we got Lanch on the road taking on the Blues. Lanch now lead three two though devastating loss. They uh, thought they had the series wrapped up a couple days ago. Does it end tonight or do
1: we get a game seven? Blues will be blue not just because of their name, but because they are going home. I can't make the Blues. St. Louis overrated ribs. Love it. Lanch win. playing the Oilers next
0: week. Are you gonna root for the Oilers or are we root for the Lanch? Because you like the Canadian teams, but you've been kind of I, jumping on, helping me out. I've got I no know, other pro
1: sports but, teams that have success. I know, but I'm a little, I'm still a little bitter at you for joint jumping on the Yankees and not my Blue Jays bandwagon. I'm still, I like. Okay. I know all my childhood friend works for him. Uh, yada yada yada. Just because you use the voice doesn't make it any less true.
0: <laughs> Doesn't make it a ridiculous I'm thing. My,
1: my friend's the batting coach, so I got to root for him. My like, brother coaches the team.
0: I, I, I guess I got to cheer for him. I mean, my uncle's the athletic director at Mail. I guess I should root for him. I
1: mean, yeah. I that's mean, you. That's what you sound like. Uh, I will, you know what? I'm rooting for him against St. Louis. Yeah, screw Edmonton. They've got enough championships. There you go. They traded Gretzky for God's sakes. They're morons. We convinced the Texter uh, to
0: go to the bats game, and he says, now if we lose, he's definitely blaming us. That's fine. (laughs) Blame us for everything. Everybody have a fantastic Memorial Day weekend. We're off on Monday. We'll see you guys Tuesday. Go cards.